Today we are joined by a runner. He runs and runs, sometimes in a circle, other times in an oval. But one thing is for sure: he runs. It's the ever-moving, always grooving, often masturbating Michael Zamora. Hello, it's the people chasing me. What can I do? Well, you are a Mexican. Yes. Oh, maybe that wasn't quite right for that was really DPR. <laughs> and joining us at the last minute, it is the very punctually challenged, a lover of cheese and crackers, a man known for friend face updates, most of which remain half read. He is forever in the hearts and minds of we brave few. It's Rick Anderson. Welcome, Rick. It, it's a real joy to be here. I, 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 it's I, am, a, I am overwhelmed with joy right now. You know, yeah, I'm going to stand up for my friend uh, Rick and say that he was fucking on time today. <laughs> it's at my house. I would hope I'd be on time. <laughs> well, you were late once at your own house, so there's that. It happens. It happens. But we did get our cheese and crackers. <laughs> we got a version of that Go today, ahead. didn't we? Go ahead. And your host today, I, I'm the president and founder of the National Assembly for the Penile Challenged. A man known for his inverted head hair, a lover of sorts and other short idioms, Jeff Swatman. It is March 1st, 2015, and together we are Beer Plus Three. Yes, well, we are. Yay! I'm glad we made it. I really want to host the rest of the show with these voices right <laughs> Should we all talk like this? This beer is fascinating. Show. It's an amazing I'm fascinated beer. fascinated by this beer. Yes. I'm, it's, yes. I've, I've been Eventually, entranced. we'll start talking about ass-fucking in these voices <laughs> And and his his mangina, yes, our, our lovely Michael's mangina, mangina. So what is it we're drinking right now? What is this? This is a uh, this is good. What this is the scotch? Yeah, this is, this is what this is. This is the scotch, and we have from North Fork. We've had it on the oh, podcast. Oh, before. It's the best, hands down, best scotch ever. Yep. I think it's we've had it on good. the podcast. I don't know if I've reviewed it before. Yeah, I think or the we, last time we had say. this, so it was a lot stronger tasting to me. I don't know what it is. This I, I uh, didn't. It's um, because you started probably with a. Strong beer right before it. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah. had the the devil went, devil down, to went Oregon. down to Oregon. Yeah, I think it's a great kind of red rye, dark red rye. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a really good beer. I think that yeah, was good. Um, yeah. Rick's taking a podcast moment to make sure that his wife is taken care of off mic. <laughs> off mic. Well, somebody's got to take care of off mic. <laughs> somebody's got to get Mike off. <laughs> There is that. There is there is that. But you know, why am I getting on friend face? I don't want to be on friend face. Um yeah. Speaking of getting Mike off, man, I have just been horny all week long. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. Is it spring no. is in the air? Because I, I had so. gone through this phase. Love where is in the air. I was not love all that interested, but you know, for the last week it's just been wow. Mike's love is in the air. <laughs> Splattering all around. <laughs> I apologize. I'm a disgusting pig. 
You know, the great thing about uh, self-love is, you know, I'm never telling myself no. Oh, God, you know I mean? this topic again. Okay. Yeah. What, what's let's, wrong with... Let's go back to talking uh, about the beer. Uh, <laughs> all I was doing was waiting for you to grab a chair. I was on the chair the whole time. If I'm going to talk to myself, I'm going to talk to myself no. about <laughs> masturbation. Oh, good. So, um, the, uh, the, like I said, I've had this before and it didn't seem so strong. But yeah, the, the devil went down to Oregon, Nikasi. Mm-hmm. That was a it was you, good beer. You've had it before. You didn't have it. I, I did have it before. Um, I ended up buying a, a bomber of it outside of the cast here, and and I tried to save it for the cast. I think I bought two bottles. Tried to save it for the podcast. Ended up drinking one anyway, and then we drank one last weekend as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. You brought over that that case, that mixed case. Yeah, and that the mixed yeah, case between that and the whiskey. Fuck me, that was worst hangover ever. <laughs> it was a good time, though. It was a good time. I understand your wife is still recovering. Yeah, I tried to give her whiskey the other night. No, she wasn't having it. <laughs> it touched her lips, and she put it down, and she was like, nope. I Started Lamaze right off the bat. <laughs> she might be done with whiskey for a while, which is good for me because, you know, the whisk, whiskey budget was getting kind of high. Well, we were going to pick her up one of the whiskeys you guys from... Have uh, a whisk, you have, like, a whiskey bucket in your yeah, budget? Yeah, check out my mint. That's the category. <laughs> I put beer and wine in ours. So. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't really yeah, break now that. Now I, I was just thinking, you know what I'm thinking about doing now that my wife doesn't really smoke anymore. She doesn't really have that, and the and the the vape thing is so cheap. It's, it's yeah. nominal. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking, okay, why don't I just bundle all this shit into like the entertainment budget? Yeah. That's going to be our <clears> entertainment <throat> budget. But I don't know. That's something for some other time. Is it all entertainment though? It I is. Mean, it is. Yeah, I mean, this is, is entertainment. Just buying beer casually to drink. No, that's, that, that, that goes into my entertainment I don't know about budget. casually, excessively, certainly, but casually, <laughs> perhaps. Yeah. You know, if I'm not having fun drinking, <laughs> why am I... If I'm not having fun drinking, why am I doing it? So it's going yeah. in the entertainment exactly. budget. Well, it I always think of... It's a non-necessary... It's, it's not necessary. Oh, okay. It's okay. A, okay. Sorry, Mama. <laughs> I would only do... Mama's laying fun. down on the job. She is. Bitch better get back up. <laughs> Let's see if we can get her out Wow, there. I can't believe we're talking to her this way. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is I found recently with my experience with my own mom is that when I talk to her in that tone, I get some kind of reaction out of her. So, uh, you know, the last couple of visits I've been down, I've been trying to antagonize her a little bit just to kind of get the vegetable awake a little bit. Oh, jeez, Mike. Just a little bit. So so you, as soon as you walk into the, 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 I said hotel room, I was about to say hotel room, but (laughs) as soon as you walk into her room, you you go into a Kevin Hart impersonation? Something along those lines. What's up, bitch? Yeah. You know, doing that shit and having your eyes all fucked up. You know, the time before is... Losing about a foot off of you. <laughs> He's a tiny the motherfucker. Nurses are walking in. That's great therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the time before I was down, I would just brought up food. Like, I just... The whole time I was there, I just yeah. started talking about food that she liked that she couldn't have anymore. Mm-hmm. Coca-Cola. Yeah. Taco well, she, Bell. She has dementia, correct? Yeah. I mean, it's a has, form of... She has dementia to the point where she's... They medicate her yeah. to the vegetative state. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So almost no reaction yeah. out of her at all. Because that was the last time I saw my grandfather, the three times I saw my grandfather in my life. Um, he, he looked at me and called me my dad and then started talking about a 52 Ford he bought in 1952 and driving around. And like, you remember that? You remember that? You're just, you just a little in. And I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I was 40 at the time. It was fine. But it, it, it was just like, Dad, what's the, He's like, yeah, it's a car he used to have. And, and he drove me around right before he just abandoned us. So 
<laughs> so good, good memories. Yeah, good fond, memories. fond memories. <laughs> so I, you know, along those lines, the the memories for my mother in the food that I was discussing must have been mm-hmm. enough because she started yeah. opening her eyes and looking around. And and this time I went in uh-huh. and, and I wasn't Kevin Hart by any, but I went in there just kind of loud and boisterous and mm-hmm. was just talking to her. And she was getting pissed because she wanted to sleep. So she kept looking at me oh, angrily no. and making noise, going, because I, I just amped it up. I was like, it's going to fucking piss you off, Mom, just, oh, just, no. to, just to make sure you're alive. Well, anger is one of those checklist things. It's like, am I alive? Pain, <laughs> yeah. anger, yeah, I sexual mean, arousal, I'm so done, okay, I'm alive. I spent, I spent, I spent the next 15 minutes Sometimes all those things her. happen at the same time. <laughs> That's the greatest time in life. <laughs> it hurts so good and makes me angry. I believe that's what that song in the 80s was about. Yeah, I think that is. That's uh, Who knew that John Cougar Mellencamp was yeah, that deep? so good. Or John Mellon or John, John Camp. John, or John yeah, there, I think Cougar, there's a camp called Mellon. Cougar and Camp. Cougar Camp. I think it's John uh, Melanoma Camp. I like, I, like, <laughs> I like the Cougar Camp, though. I think that's a good comp. Yeah, that, that would be a good place to go. I, I would I would agree with Cougar uh, that Camp. might be an interesting summer camp. The, it would be an interesting... I, what do they teach there, I wonder? I who knows? Who knows? How to stand yeah. still and take it, probably. <laughs> the art of looking slutty way past your date. <laughs> oh, God. oh no! You I see thought, those ads I thought, like that <laughs> night with like the cougar, like the cougar website, and it's like this woman walking around in a bar being really. What fucking TV and, channel are you what watching? What the hell are you watching? I don't know. It's hey, you know. <laughs> pornography. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Is Red Shoes Diary come on before and after that? Oh my God! Show? That was a great show. Which I don't back in the it, it was like late eighties early nineties the Red Shoe Diaries on Showtime that was that was that it's, was masturbatory theater with like movie oh, stars in it softcore oh, porn softcore okay. porn yeah. with movie stars in it so, where and it was like never the movie stars unless it was the male it was never the movie star that was involved in the actual act of sex because it was like these women you always wanted to see naked and none of them ever got naked but there was always the girl that ended up yeah it wouldn't be the wife it'd be the babysitter yeah right? exactly yeah. <laughs> But she watched. That made it a provocative. She probably stood in the corner and played with herself while she watched. There was some of that, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You can see Elizabeth Shue playing with herself in the corner. You know, speaking of sluts on TV, this is out of the blue. I know this wasn't on our topic list, but um, have you guys seen this Chevy ad where the guy, they show the guy with behind, he's got a truck behind him and he's got a car behind him and they bring in a bunch of people in the room and they say, which one of these guys is cooler? Which one of these guys is better to hang out? Which one of these guys would make a better boyfriend? You know, and all these people, and and there's women in the room at one point. And this is to me, I'm bringing this up because it's it's. I Wait, it's, it's a Chevy, right? Yeah, it's like there's a picture of <laughs> him with this joke. cool looking truck behind him, and then there's a picture of him with this little car behind him, right? And he's like, they're they're asking him, they're asking the people in the questions their perception of the guy. It's the exact same picture, just different cars. Mm-hmm. And they um, it's really an insulting ad because they even have women in the room, and and one of the women's going, well, the guy with the car is the guy you'd want to hang out with because he'd have his life together, but that guy over there's the one I'd leave him and run off with. And I was like, going, wow, you're a total slut. You're a There's nothing wrong whore. with being a slut. Hey, let's encourage that kind of behavior. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's just a weird ad. I, but I then they put kinda, the guy in front of the Ford, think. right? And then everybody ran for him. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> I would love I've to never see that gotten ad. the Ford I Chevy. Love, I think, who gives a shit? I fuck, know. Right? It's like Star Wars, Star Trek, Coke, Pepsi. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. RC Cola or whatever. 
I forgot about that. <laughs> I'd love to see that Chevy ad, though. I was thinking about this today. I would love to see the ad, the, that mm-hmm. same group of Neanderthals that they bring in with their stupid reactions. You know, it's like the exact same guy. Oh, he's, he's Why do you insult Neanderthals so much? Because it's a bunch, they're idiots. It's like it's the exact same picture. You've never even met a Neanderthal, so you can't even say that they were idiots. They are idiots, trust me. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. (laughs) At one point, they asked the guys, they go, which one of these guys could grow a better beard? Oh, the guy with the truck. It's like, give me a break. Yeah, you got a truck, don't you? (laughs) Yes, in my beard. uh, That's where I keep my Ford and Chevy trucks. I was thinking, though, today it would be funny to swap the guy out. Swap the guy out with a woman. And then have everybody come in and give their reactions. Wait, does she sit on the hood with her legs across apart? <laughs> yes, like the White Snake video with uh, Tony Katane, I think yeah. was her name. Yeah. Oh, God, we were just talking about her today. She was like a, she was like a train wreck. She was a furniture in 80s videos, wasn't she? She was like in everything. Pretty much, yeah. And then they tried to make her an actress. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't want her thighs around uh, and your ears? she ended ears. up on Red Shoe Diary where her <laughs> career went to die. <laughs> was she ever on that show? I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> she was in one of my favorite, uh, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Tom Hanks movies. So. What's that? It was uh, called Bachelor Party. Great fucking oh, movie. Oh, okay, yeah. Did one of drink, his better movies. Did they drink the scotch <laughs> in Bachelor Party? They might have. We've already reviewed the scotch. This is a great scotch. North this, Fork scotch. It's a it. fucking amazing scotch. It is really good. I, this if is better can, than I remember it. Head to Bellingham. Then go towards a large mountain, and eventually you'll run into a, a brewery. <laughs> drink there, please. And have the scotch. Uh, Try great. everything else, but make sure you have the scotch. <laughs> Drive are, toward the big white mountain. Those are directions right off the GPS. <laughs> yes, yes. Go toward the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you're with the you guy. You can build with the, it in your living room. Hopefully you're with the guy with the truck who could handle driving to the mountain, you know, because no. the guy in the little car can't handle it. Hey, I drove a Geo in like a <laughs> foot and a half of snow for three hours to get to work, so... While you're driving towards the mountain, you want to, you might want to avoid the ISR on. ISR what? Oh, you're going to Mount Doom, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You don't have to go through Sar. You don't have to go through the two towers no. and that whole no. thing. No. No. Oh, I have Sauron. I thought you were saying like one. Yeah, word. I, I thought. Like, no, I thought it was I R Sauron. Oh. Um. <laughs> I R Sauron. That's my new favorite author. I R Sauron. I R Sauron. Yeah, he's a great poet. Wonderful yeah, poet. He's excellent. Yes. They talk about Ron L. Hubbard's brother, right? Reminiscent of Descartes yeah. and, and, and a little bit of Percival. L. Ron <laughs> Hubbard. L. Oh. Uh, <laughs> did you guys ever, did you ever read his book, The Battlefield Earth? No, no. I tried. I think once. I I had it as when I was a teenager. Once. I tried. Yeah, I couldn't get. I got through the first chapter. And I was like, what? Once. I, I can't read this. <laughs> Yeah, this is not um, this is not my thing. I'm not sure what it is. Jeff's turned into a dog <laughs> and is sniffing his microphone. I just want to smell the microphone. I smell things. That's what I've always done. Oh, lovely. Or as my my messed up uncle says, that uh, actually eats uh, overripe bananas because he says that's when they're done. Is when they're all black. And they're all black, huh? See, my daughter had the opposite reaction. We spoke about this earlier, but not. Well, I've also met people that eat them when they're green as well. I'm like, no, no, no. There's there's a sweet spot in between there. Really, there is. You want like the tip to be green, right? I mean, that's perfect. No, no. You want it to be kind of. I want it to be perfectly yellow. There might be like the Mm. ridges should start being brown, just like in the bottom. Uh, No way. A little bit of brown on the ridges, and that's it. It's done. See, 
my daughter left the brown banana in the backseat of the car, but I couldn't, for the life of me, argue with her because if there's any darkness on that banana, it's probably going in the garbage. Or I'm forcing myself. I'm choking it down. Forcing to make banana bread. Even a yeah. little bit? Yeah. It just it like grosses me spot? out. No. Yeah, I know. You just pull that stuff off or just yeah, eat yeah. it anyway. You just work your way through it. You work I know, through it. I know that's you where the sugars are push, at. Push, push your <laughs> way no. through it. Push no. through the mush. Push it. Push it I'm real sorry. Good. I'm going to have to actually call you a pussy for this one. <laughs> Because <laughs> well, I won't take your soft he's banana. A, he's, he's a <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, okay. yeah. If the, if the shoe fits. Damn it, he beat me to the, <laughs> the punchline there. So you won't eat he's even a, a little, even a little spot of just when a it becomes dark comes to brown bananas. He's a pussy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying I can't, but by choice, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know the guy with the truck would eat the banana. Fuck that dude. <laughs> fuck him in the ass. Fuck him sideways. Put so, a little uh, lube on it and then fuck him. So you and your daughters have share this thing about disdain for brownness yeah. in your bananas, your plantains. No, I, I, I can't. I can't do it, man. It, not it's, it's, it's all mushy plantain. in your mouth. <sighs> I will not eat it in a truck. I will not eat it in a plane. (laughs) I will not eat your stupid brown banana. But they don't really, I mean, they don't go bad until they're. You're not going to convince me. Would you stop trying to change me, Rick? (laughs) It's just, I'm trying to get my head around why one little spot on a banana is going to bother you. You've got one spot. I I will break that piece off and throw it in a garbage can. Okay. As long as the rest of it. Oh, I like the okay. pantomime. Okay. Okay. If there's one brown spot, there's never just one brown spot. If there's, there's, if there's one brown spot, there's two. And then what's the point of finishing that fucking thing? Just yeah. throw it away. Oh, God, no. Yeah. You just, you, They're 98 a cents a pound. Them. Forget it. It's gone. <laughs> anyway, I'm just trying to understand the mindset that says if there's a little dark spot on it, it's inedible. It's not. I mean, how yeah. could you put that in your mouth? I, it's I don't mind them like that. It's... It's sweet. Oh, it's funky. It's skunky. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. That'd be akin to eating. I, I'm getting kind of turned on. I, 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 <laughs> I think you guys should get off the uh, brown bananas at this point. Just get off on those. <clears throat> Don't anybody eat the brown bananas. <laughs> Some guy comes out at Woodstock. Nobody have the brown bananas. It's bad, man. Yeah, man. I'd really like to drink more of that scotch, but I'm afraid if I do, I'm not going to go home. You will. Just drink more of it. While you're at it, pour me one, too. You just drink one of these whole. Mike's doing his water, Chug. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I can't, I would drink more if I didn't have to drive later. Oh, you do have to drive. That's really good stuff. Uh, That's really good stuff. I think we all do, but I don't plan on doing too much. I've been looking at this other beer that we have. Rick, taxi driver Anderson has to drive later. That's right. Are you talking to him? Yeah. (laughs) No. Are you you talking to to him? (laughs) Oh, because I was just clarifying. So so would you clarify that for me? Because I was a little confused. Uh, Back in the day when I got my license, I remember when I passed the test, they just gave me the license. Like, yeah, there was well, a, because kind the, of roll all the department of licensing used to used to administer the test. So you'd show up, they'd look over your car, make sure it was street legal. Oh yeah, they, they, they get right, you out. They don't do it anymore. Yeah, they don't do it anymore. They, what, what, they, what, what, wait, 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 they outsource to other they independent. Farm it out to like these. There's no DMV anymore. There no, is, there is. But they don't do there the is, tests. but all they do is the license part. All they do is the like, take a picture, print. Yeah, here you go. I'm they glad have. I asked because I never. Be eat. careful, the I'd, laminate's still warm. I didn't. So if, if <laughs> I, I want you to hurt yourself, baby. Since I've heard that, <laughs> that's how the, old I am. 
The last time I had to renew my license, I could do it online, so I didn't have to go down to the DMV, or I might have been clued into this. Yeah. So you're telling me you don't go to the DMV to take a driver's test? No, you go um, even for the test to get your uh, your learner's permit is done. At, you you go to like one of the driving schools and they administer the test to you, and then you go you take a form and they file something online with the with the the Department of Motor Vehicles. You go there, they issue the learner's permit to you. And then the same thing with the test. You take the test with a third party now. They evaluate you. They say whether you pass or not. They file it with the government. You run over to the... It's like a back and forth thing now. You don't do it all in one spot. That shit is shady. What is and it's extremely expensive now, too. I just imagine the meeting where they decided to do that. Yeah. It's like, we've lost 15 people to heart attacks this year. I think we should outsource this. <laughs> <laughs> no, the meeting went more like this. Uh, people aren't paying enough for all of this. We need to incorporate more people involved in this whole thing so they can write four hundred dollar checks to get this what? done. Yeah, that's all right. I remember it was like twenty five bucks. I'd stay after school for an hour learning how to drive. No, you do the. You have to do the class now from a third party, which is uh that costs us four hundred dollars. Well, you don't have to, right? You only have and to do it do if you it. want it before you're sixteen. Before you're eighteen, and if you want your insurance company not to jack your rates up because you didn't take the class. What the so fuck? So you're going to pay one way or the other. So it it comes down to, you know, this is the libertarian dream that if we if we privatize everything, it's going to be cheap because there's going to be competition and they're going to get the prices down. It's like, yeah, sure they are. It's and worked I, really well for prisons. Oh, it's done wonders for prisons. Privatization? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's oh, just yeah. going to get worse. Yeah. So How can what, we what? get more people in jail? Our profits are down. Oh, we, we got did. plenty of brown people. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about those. Well, there's a bunch in my neighborhood. I'd like to get rid of them. <laughs> exactly. So if that test is not administered by the state, what's to prevent you from buying your uh, a passing score? Good question. There's nothing, really. I mean, if you find somebody who's corrupt enough at one of these places and you're willing to slip them some money and say, just, can we just Well, you're already paying them 400 bucks, right? You're taking the class, right? Because I, I assume yeah. that the, the, the direction of this is, is you're going to take the class before you do your test at the same place that administrates the, the test. So yeah. you... They're, 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 they're double billing you there, and then you throw them an extra hundred on top of that. You don't even have to take the test. Uh, 200 bucks in a bottle of Valium. They're fine. Fucking forget about it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I appreciate the $200 and the Valium, but the fact that you parked in our front window, <laughs> I can't pass you. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? What? I've we'll, already called somebody to fix this shit. We'll pay for the window. Trust Don't worry us. about it. Forget about it. Huh? We'll fix this shit. That's right my, here. You and that's me. My kids and way, me. That's my kid's way of parking. <laughs> that's my kid's way of parking. I taught her that. He, you got a problem a with it? boy. You got a problem with it? I'm a taxi driver. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Forget about it. Are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, so it's really, I mean, I, to me it just... It was very straightforward when I was a kid. You took the classes mm-hmm. at school, like you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was 25 50 it. bucks or something like that. Schools have nothing to do with it now. Yeah, it was really cheap, and you go out on the weekends Wait, and schools drive. don't teach either? No. Uh, schools don't do they any They took it. it completely out of the, any kind yeah. of curriculum. I think that was kind of an extra thing, because I know yeah. there was other uh, people that I've met throughout the country that they were like, no, we, we went to, we just took a test, and uh But Washington was one of those states where you had to go into this little class, and you get your yeah. driver's permit, your permit, and then if you have a father like mine, you end up hating him after about three months. <laughs> Because all he did was scream at me the whole time we were in the car. <laughs> parallel parking means you're parallel to the no. curb, not Classic to the other car. Classic dad. He had one catch phrase. Catch phrase. Yeah. Split decisions, goddammit. Split decisions. 
If you're gonna go, 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 go. Split decisions. Oh my god! Yeah, I have that. I've got that. I have to. I try to keep that in check with Alex too because I I try to remember. She's new to this. She mm-hmm. doesn't know. Like I know instantly. It's like okay, I can go. Yeah. We're at a busy intersection. It's like my turn. Go. Whatever you have to do. I know, and it's just oh god, it's so hard to sit in the passenger seat and watch your kid go. Um, could I? And you go. Yes, go! And then all of a sudden, somebody else is thinking, oh, she's not going. It's my turn then. And they cut out, and she goes, you just told me to go. I go, because you were waiting, so he thought you were just, go! She doesn't have the nuances <laughs> of the, the weird little eye contact you get with that stranger across yeah, the way. Yeah, like, can you go? Yeah. Right, go well, and right, also right. the fact that nobody seems Sometimes to know. Sometimes you do hand gestures. I know, that pisses me off, too, because there's a set of rules that if you follow, <laughs> you don't need the little hand gestures. And I've tried to tell Alex that. I'm mm-hmm. like... Sometimes you're gonna pull up and the other person can go ahead. I hate I hate to and bring up Mexico again, but they're the yeah. kings at this kind of shit. Oh really? And it was funny because one of the things that you can do in like Mexico, stick your hand out the window, and traffic will stop for you. And so you can pull in. Why? And you just wave. Because you like is if you're trying to pull out of like a, a parallel parking spot, you can just put your hand out. Oh, that's actually and a good then idea. somebody oh okay, okay boom they'll stop and then you pull out and you wave and you keep yeah. going. Well. This is not something we do in this country. My wife did it like four times. When, when <laughs> every time we go to Seattle, she does this shit, and it works every time because it's like this weird mental. Oh, oh, they're gonna go. Okay, I did because a lot of people don't pay attention. Oh, there. I thought you were gonna say people were yelling at her. And no, flipping no, her not off. at they all. But it, it works. It just works like a champ. Wow. See, I've yeah. been making the mistake of like slowing down and putting my blinker on, like, and then sometimes they'll let you in, and sometimes they won't. No, because people don't give a shit. They're not even paying attention. <laughs> Trust me, in my work, we have signs all over the place. We have we uh, you have the entire instructions on how to play the game right in front of your face. The title of it, everything's right there on how to do everything, including a little thing that says all a malfunction voids all pay, plays and pay, pays. Um, people still, how does this work? This isn't the game I wanted. Fucking open your eyes and read shit. We've literally had people walk up to. A black machine. Yeah. It's not taking my money. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, sir, it's it's out of service. As you notice, it's dark there. Uh and the giant sign on the front that says <laughs> out of service. Yeah, pretty much. Oh my god. Genius, genius. Yeah. I love dealing with public. It, it's probably people. been twenty yeah. years. And we're all guilty of doing it too. Don't 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 try to hide the fact that we haven't all done stupid little shit like this at some point in I'm our lives. Sure I have, but Absolutely. I think if a sign if a machine Ask said that out stupid of service. Question. Yeah. You went to the hardware store and goes, Got hammers? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, <laughs> you know? I'm always guilty of not knowing what something's called in the hardware. Yeah. It's like you know that flat thing that you use for like when you're trying to hold something together, and it's got like the little it's got, is like, it the a clamps little, or you played like yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've done that before. I've been like, it's like the Suddenly little thing. Charades in the in the home uh, depot or whatever. Yeah. So it's been like 20 years probably since I've played a slot machine. You mean you don't just pull the handles? There's no handles. You can't do handles in Washington. What? Why? Well, how do you play a slot machine? It, it, Buttons. What? What do you get? Like an Xbox controller? <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Uh, a actually, keyboard. These cool buttons now. Um, a couple of the vendors actually came out with these different things. Uh, one of them actually has. It's basically a touch screen that's about this big. Yeah. Sits in there and has all your buttons on there. And then there's one actual button that's your play button. But you can change your bet through that, and it's just a touch screen. Uh, and then another one came up with the, uh, I think, I can't remember. I'm not going to say what they're called, but they're actually individual buttons that have screens on them. Yeah. 
And if you're not a slot geek, you're probably going to go, so? It's fucking, yeah, it's just kind of a waste of money. No, it's not. It's fucking awesome because I don't have to pull every single one of those off, put a new legend on it every time we change a game. They, so, they came out with that. this guy happy. So, yeah. But uh, each one is an individual screen, and they come up, and there's your bets and everything. So they, they tried to come out with that keyboard back like uh, mid-'90s. Actually, I know exactly what you're talking about. They came out with a keyboard where the buttons would change based on the game you were playing, mm-hmm. and it just was so expensive they never brought it to market, but it was the coolest thing, but it sounds like they've translated that into the mm-hmm. game. But I think if I was... Gam- I'm not a gambler, so I don't mm-hmm. really get this, but I know I'm if I was gambling, I would want some sort of... No. This... Doesn't seem as you know pushing a pushing a button over and over again doesn't seem as satisfying. There's as also rubbing out. the screen that they do and like rub the screen. Yeah, people rub the screen for luck, and when they're wearing diamond rings, it does not oh, bode well for the oh, screen. Oh, oh, oh. So <laughs> had to change. But out I would, a few I would think there, you'd want some kind of interaction with it, like you're really playing the game, not no, just hitting a button. No, over you're getting it wrong. I want to be standing in front of the machine, and I want her to come from behind me and put her hands on me, and then bring her hands down my body while I'm pushing the button. You would get all of my fucking money. I'll give it. See, I keep saying we just need to open a brothel, but no one's listening to Jeff. We got a hotel. We got a sixth floor. Has a nice little lobby. Folks can wait in there for their gigolo or their their, uh, prostitute. And minor um, detail that it might be kind of something eluding me because illegal. (laughs) Maybe it's consensual. If there's consent, how is it illegal? I think it's illegal in Washington State, right? I, I think we could have a contract written up. Yeah. We can forego all of that legality yeah. and just say, hey, look, they both signed this contract. Boom. It's, it's done. It's, it's like Cherry 3000. Has anybody watched Cherry 3000? Anybody? I was going to say it was no, like I've 50 Shades of Grey, right? It's a contract. No, fuck those people. <laughs> Cherry 3000 had it on. You know, had it down. The, wonder, the beginning of Cherry 3000, it's like uh, 100 years in the future or something like that, or 1997, because this movie came out in the 80s. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like 1997. <laughs> in the the world has been future. decimated and everyone lives in domes. <laughs> but uh, that was the 80s. <laughs> you know but, what my favorite movie for that is? Is 2010. The, 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 the space, sequel, the space yeah. yeah if you watch it the things that they predicted were coming in the future it, it's hilarious I mean they've got like um, they've got like uh, the Capri Sun type bags with beer that's how they drink beer and, and that's and, how we drink beer today yeah <laughs> you can get those bladders for beer or wine. Oh, you're seriously? I, I've seen seriously? hard liquor in those little bladders. Yeah, oh, hard wow. liquor. You can get in those wow. little bladders. They do mixers and stuff. Yeah, but no in Cherry 3000, the beginning is this guy who uh, has this uh, basically a sex bot that's his quote unquote wife that he's kind of in love with. Yeah. And uh, they end up having sex on the floor and the dishwasher runs out or something. And the shit goes all over and they're making love in the suds. And then she goes, <laughs> and she just goes out. Well, uh, to it, see this, yeah, I know it's a great fucking movie. No, you, this movie just goes off the rails right from the fucking beginning. It's yeah. just wonderful. And well, he goes to like this sex club. Well, everyone has there's like lawyers kind of loitering about in the sex club, and they and whenever two people get together and like, okay, we're gonna have sex, uh-huh. let's do a contract, and the lawyer call a lawyer over. They push a button, the lawyer comes over and starts oh, writing this contract for him. And do you agree to this? How about anal? No, no, no anal. How about a blowjob? Okay, no blowjob. Uh, maybe. Some hand work, and then you have to go down on her for a bit, and it's like this weird contract of sex <laughs> that they have to do. And see, that's what I'm saying. I think that's it'll weird. work legally. I wonder when Washington, when that'll become an issue in Washington State. It seems like Washington State's always kind of on the edge of we're these. on the cusp of of, of doing things the yeah. right way around. Well, it depends here. on which Washington well, State or the wrong way. But that's true. That's true. There's two Washington um, states. Deanna and I were talking about if that you include today. Vancouver. Deanna and I were talking about the day we were, we were like, I wonder if people in Eastern Washington get pissed off that they have to have Mount Rainier. On their on their license plate, 
<laughs> it's like this has got nothing to do with us. No, because it's I don't want the Seahawks. <laughs> Why don't you have the Seahawks on my license plate? Oh yeah, I'm surprised that I could get happen. a decal, but I'd rather have just have it on my license plate. <laughs> you make them sound like Hicks, Jeff. <laughs> I think that's unfair. These are my relatives, by I think the way. That's Fuck unfair. you. <laughs> Fuck you. Just because they're Hicks doesn't mean they're bad people. They're just kind of <gasps> different. Uh, rural. <laughs> Much better word. Much better. You, you know, as different as they are, though, I bet they're never complaining about the extremities their partner's growing. Um, they might be into it. You know, as close as they are to the Hanford nuclear reactor, they might be into that. Oh, yeah. That's not even in working condition Maybe anymore. Maybe that's just something they've all accepted everybody has. Yeah, you, um, so, I, I guess... Vestigial twins find, or whatever the fuck. find a spouse over there. So, let's, let's see this. They have their own. Let's, uh, let's go way off the rails in our ADD podcast. It's really what it should be called. Yeah. ADHD podcast. But uh, what, what is this extremity that your wife wants you God, to I'm remove? A, well, you know, I'm afraid person. to ask. He's, he's you like, don't have to because I just did. Yeah. There's this thing growing in front of my balls that she wants taken off. <laughs> I've grown a third ball. Um, you should probably get that looked at. I was going to have you the camera first so that when I show okay, you, you can okay. you, you can capture a picture see of if it. I can capture but it. my wife has taken to complaining about this for the last couple of years, and I've yeah. not done anything. Well, you know, I did something about it when she complained about it two years ago. But when I got it removed, it grew back. So now I'm removing it again. I'm yeah. Like, well, you know, so. I'll I'll just show you and you make the decision. Is this is this worth? I love the worried look on his face. Oh yeah, I'm like I'm I'm not sure. So the pants have been unbuttoned. (laughs) The pants are unbuttoned. No, I'm taking blow by blow pictures. All right, so I got that that little number right there. Okay, I can't see it. Is that? Have you seen a doctor about that? It's the face because it's zooming in on it. Have you seen a doctor about? Uh, you know, the doctor said not to worry about it. It was just a skin tap. I, I mean, I know you've seen him once about it before, but, it, but is that all it is? That, that's what he told me it was. That's big for one. Huh? Yeah? Well, it was it was smaller before I cut it off, and then it grew back. Yeah. When you say I cut it off, you didn't, like, stand outside drunk on, like, a half a half a, <laughs> half of a fifth of Jack Daniels, It, it right? was tinier back then. What I did was I took it, and I twisted it, and twisted oh, it until God, it cut off the blood. Oh, God, man. Did, 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 I, have, yeah. I have those two just on my neck. I do, I, have, I do too. Uh, yeah. And and I get them from my dad, but yeah. and it's gross, and yeah. I know it's gross. But it's so painful to try to take them off. Um, I remember I had uh, this this right here on my hand. Is it was a huge mole at one point. Yeah. Now it's kind of flat and it's lost all its color, but you can still kind of see it. Yeah. Well, I had a girlfriend at one time was like, "You should remove that wart." And I'm like, "I'm not sure that's a wart." Yeah. And she was like, "Let's get some wart remover." She got some wart remover, put it on there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It hurts. It burns. It yeah. burns. And uh, yeah, that's that's the remains of that. It, it did get rid of some of it. Yeah. It hurt like hell. Yeah. I had warts removed as a kid, and uh, that's basically what they did. He pulled out like this wand out of a tank. And you know, like the mist was coming off it, you know. I, oh, I, oh, they they the they free, did the freeze thing. Yeah. yeah, but they didn't give me any kind of anesthetic. No, you just so they just it. dabbed it on there and froze a part of my body off. Basically, yeah. I mean that's and it hopefully hurt. it wasn't the wrong part. <laughs> it hurt. Maybe it was the right part. We don't know. <laughs> You'll never know. But I'll uh, never see my foreskin again. Oh, <laughs> But but was well, your wife complaining? No, I, I see it every day. I've got it in a jar. Was, was, well, who doesn't keep their foreskin? Did, did your wife <laughs> complain about that? Because the one thing that that struck me. Have you seen my wallet? <laughs> the thing that struck me was the fact that you know, and I, you know, for a long time I've not taken her seriously. Like you know, I tried to get rid of it. I tried to get rid of it before, and it came back. So why would I try again? 
But well, the thing, what's the is it just she doesn't just like just doesn't like the way it looks. Or she doesn't like it? the way it looks, and she's afraid that if I show it to somebody else, what about they the other thing like over the, the side? What about the other thing uh, over to the side? Doesn't I mean that's I don't a birthmark. I mean that's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we can cut those out now too. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the thing that that struck me in my mind is if she's actually vocalizing about it, because you know how women can be at times. Is you know they don't they're not going to be. I don't know. Tell us how women can be, Mike. (laughs) You seem to be a a local expert expert on uh, the female of the species. So let me tell you, they're around. You're wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I don't see my wife anywhere nearby. You are now right. (laughs) (laughs) You you need to build that app. I bet it would make a billion fucking dollars. And as critical as she'll be about (laughs) it. Oh my god. Oh, that would be hilarious. Where you could tie it in with your wife's phone and it'll check your location. It'll and just it'll say, yeah. you're only 12% wrong right now. <laughs> exactly. Nice Depending on how, and, and you can put in your profiles and stuff, and it can judge your different <laughs> profiles and personalities and be like, okay, well, if she's four miles away, you're going to be only 3% wrong. But because she is this type of person, you're 72% wrong. Oh, that would actually be really funny. And, uh, and on, 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 the, on this on statement, you're going yeah. to roll a D12. Right, yeah, and then your odds are a little bit better. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna roll like a D four. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, there we go. I think we nailed it. I think. But the thing that struck me was the fact that she was telling me about it because I know that she would never really want to ever like I couldn't trust her. Like I go, am, am I getting fat? And she would never give me like a right answer. You know, she she'd never give really? me the on the honest really? answer. Because my wife would be like, my yeah, wife, you're getting fat. My wife would be brutally honest. With me <laughs> but would I ever it. tell my wife? No. no. But I'm you not. Never tell your wife, no. and she doesn't understand. She's like, Why would? Of, of course, husbands do that everywhere. Just you don't do that. I'm like, no, no, yeah. no husband on this planet that isn't an abusive fuck tells their wife they're fat. None. Yeah, no. So it struck me that she would never tell me the truth. And, and maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe, maybe she's not like other women. But she would never tell me the truth about that unless it was really something I needed to be concerned about. Yeah. So I thought, well, if anybody's going to have the opportunity to like see that. Like you start talking like that. Well. You, you, you know, maybe. Like, yeah, I think you should lose some weight. <laughs> maybe if I got to go swimming or something. Uh, maybe I'll take care of that. So for the last week, I've been working on it. I, I tied a string around it, and every day I make the string just a little bit tighter. Does that work? Yeah, it's been working. Have you done so that before? Uh, I have, yeah. Doesn't that hurt? Wait, on your- yeah, no, it hurts a little bit. It hurts a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> on your growth? Yeah. God. I'm gonna call it the oh, growth. I don't. I something about this. Just it's get, gets, it gets, gets smaller. It's the same way they take off bulls smaller. balls. You're right. Exactly. They take off bulls what? balls. Mm-hmm. Oh God! I thought you said both. Balls. I was like, who on earth would be going through this? Procedure? Yeah, one ball is surgery. Both balls straight. <laughs> <laughs> I am now. Now you can refer to me as the unsullied. <laughs> So, so as the string gets tighter and tighter, it gets smaller and smaller, and then it, sooner or later it'll get down to like nothing, and I'll just twist it, and it'll fall off, and I'll be done with it, and my wife will be happy, and whoever might not see it will not even know that they were supposed to see it. So, yeah. but you know, it, it was just you know, it struck me because she was so concerned about about it that she told me about it because normally she would never say well, because she wouldn't want to be judged in the I same think, way I think you're, this is your wife worrying about you because those things can yeah. be cancerous that, yeah. that, that can be a sign of skin well, cancer well the doctor That's... already gave me the pass the doctor looked at it and goes ah, yeah but skin women, tab. women I shouldn't say women I should say some people because it's not just women yeah. some people just don't trust what the doctor says I'm like this guy went That's... to school for 70,000 years and now you're questioning his shit oh wow it's good but, but yeah I mean it's, it's not good. it's not out of the question to get a second opinion on it which is what I was about to ask you if yeah. you ever gone to see someone else about now that cost Twice as much money. 
There's this thing not, called insurance. <laughs> not, not everybody's got insurance like you. Everything I go to the like doctor me. for, I, I pay. Hope not everybody's uh, got insurance like me. I, if I go to the doctor, I pay for it mm. out of pocket. Ouch. Wow. I've got this thing that's kind of like Plus, insurance, but second not really. Opinions, <laughs> second opinions, with, whether it's with doctors or car, used car salesmen, they're always going to be kind of the same because you're going to get. Eventually, these opinions will be yours. Right. So if you're so concerned about something that you keep going to the doctor, it could be the second one, third one, or fourth one, yeah. they're basically going to agree with you at some point. And if they're both doctors, right, and they've gone to the same school and they know the same things, what you want to do is you want to get a second opinion from somebody who's not even in the same field, right? Like I want, maybe I want to go see my physical therapist and ask him about it because he, he's not going to have... Wait. Physical therapist? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go outside of the field. Somebody who's educated, not along the same lines, right? Two doctors. Oh, okay, sure. Somebody went to same. school for three years compared to somebody who went to school for seven or eight years. <laughs> really? No, I think you should go to a fucking real doctor. You know what? I'm going to my dad for second opinions. From I'm now on, I'm going to go. go right to my dad. I'm going to my go, massage dad. therapist to talk <laughs> about me. this. I'm going to my massage therapist to talk about this anal bleeding that I've been having lately. Exactly. And and you know what he or she'll say? Yeah. Just probably go see a fucking doctor. <laughs> And I'm done touching you. Bye bye. <laughs> God, it's just like my honeymoon. <laughs> yes. So we, we've moved on past the sky. That's every Thursday. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> we have moved on. We yes. have moved on. And, and you know, the one thing I want to say right now before we even talk about this beer is fuck Beer Advocate. Who's Beer Advocate? Beer Advocate is this website that reviews beer, and you know mm. everybody writes in, and yeah, they review, good. and they culminate the reviews, kind of like a rotten... Oh, this is the double rainbow. Like a rotten tomatoes for beer. Oh, so a bunch of douchebags getting together and voicing opinions. They said they, they, really ca- they called this an 80%. <laughs> I'm like, hold... I just had a drink of it, and that's not an 80. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think Oh, this, this beer is really good. Oh, I was going the other way with it. No, you don't like it? <laughs> don't I don't like hate it? it. I don't. I wouldn't rate it. I don't it hate it. I would, re- I would give it about 50%. Well, see, you're the one bringing the average down at this table, yeah. motherfucker. Because <laughs> I was going to say on, it was probably like a nine. On untapped, I would give it a three out of the one out of five. Well, it's a perfect a- direction to go after the scotch. Right. Yeah. Did you see me thinking about it? Well, I was, I was you know, I was worried about it. I saw that. See? It's, so it's, it's Iron Horse Brewery. Double Rainbow India Red Ale. So what's uh, where are they? Where are they? Yeah, they're local. Ellensburg. Oh, okay. Ellensburg. Wow. I keep meaning nice. to stop there. I because that's kind of where we trade the kid yeah. when my parents when we drop the kid off with my parents. We'll meet halfway, and Ellensburg is like halfway. And I keep trying I mean, to work not, my way closer and closer. That's to not the halfway, <laughs> so we can eventually go to the brewery to eat. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. It's just not, I wouldn't. Uh, well, their 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 other go to is is called Irish Death, and if you're like at it, yeah, I remember the last time I was kind of. I'll be out and about, and Irish death will be one of the things on the list. I was at a comedy club, and they had Irish death. I was like, oh, nothing else on the list works. I'll have the Irish death. Yeah. And it's, it's mm-hmm. decent. It's, it's reasonable. It's a drinkable, it's really good. good beer. It's yeah. good. This is way better than that. Like, I would go out of my way to mm-hmm. drink this. This mm-hmm. is a really good Indian If somebody had this bread. on tap, I would definitely uh, tap into this. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'd, I'd this, love to get a growler of this. This is the uh, Double Rainbow uh, from uh, Iron Horse. Because regardless of what any like casual beer drinker says, there is a difference between bottled beer and beer right out uh, of the can. Ta- yeah. Tapped beer and bottled beer. I would, I would be interested in tasting this out of the tap just to see what kind of difference it, it, it is. Generally, is, it, it's just better. It's yeah. The fresh, the brightness of it. Yeah. Going to be a lot, lot, lot better. You know, I at the Greg Proop show, Deanne and I bought a bottle of um, what was it? It was Boundary Bay, the Boundary Bay IPA. 
Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it was really the it's only passable. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it was the only thing on the list um, that I think really I got their scotch both of us. There. Oh yeah, probably should. I love their scotch. Yeah, and I kept looking at each other. It's not as good as the scotch we just had, but it's really good scotch. Yeah, few scotches probably are, but I. I uh, we kept looking at each other during the show, going, "What do you think of this beer?" And she's Are like, you sure that's what she was saying? Like, no, it's not really very good. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't." I so I think I think there's a possibility that yeah, the bottle in that case had really done some damage to the to the flavor. It was really not very good at all. It tasted like crap. And I I went on Untapped and I had already rated this and I had rated it a lot higher. Mm-hmm. And so I was the whole time I'm sitting there thinking I'm like what how how on earth did I think this was so good previously and maybe it's because yeah. maybe I had it out of a growler versus out of a uh, out of a out of a uh, bottle mm-hmm. like that so absolutely yeah absolutely I'm mm-hmm. gonna put these two right next to one another oh. and we'll go on to Untapped what do you guys think uh, what what would you give this beer right now I'd give it a three you, mm-hmm. he'd give it a three how three, about you sir three point eight. Three point fuck <laughs> you and your point whatevers. Fire me, Jeff. Fire Are you sure on tap is on tap three uh, out of five? I always thought it was out of four. One out of five. It's one out of five. Yeah. Oh man, I would like go back and re-rate all my beers. I always thought it was one out of four. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> okay. It's it's. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and look this all up. All these brewers are like going, God, what does it take to impress this fucking guy, man? That was our best effort, and he gave it a four. Fuck you, man. I, I, I seriously, I, I got to go back. I always figured it was one out of four. No, it's yeah, it's one out of five. Oh, it's one out of five. To, it's like it shows you five stars, Mike. Well, you, <laughs> yeah, it's count like, the fucking stars, Mike. It's like that fifth one's the bonus star. You only get that <laughs> if you do the side. quest. That's your one. You get, yeah, yeah, you only yeah. get that if you do the side quest. That's genius. I like it. <laughs> well, you know, if you go back to our first episodes, you'll realize that I've never been able to fully. <laughs> Functionalize the untapped app. I, you know, I've tried a few times and I just haven't gone back to like yeah. figuring out how it works. So no, I, I don't go in there. I don't. I didn't recognize. No, I, I do it all the time. It's funny too because I feel they they give you these uh, little awards and little achievements. Yeah, and I always just feel weird. It's like, yeah, you're you're giving me an achievement for being, being an a alcohol. fucking drunk. Yeah, exactly. Why? <laughs> You got the passed out in the alley award. I'm waiting to get that one. I've gotten that one only once. I've only done it once. I think you have to do it three times. You then have to go kill five wolves, and then you get the uh, peed on by a hobo badge. Well, no, that's the bonus. Oh, I see. That's a fucking bonus, bitch. You didn't. You never got the passed out on top of the wife badge. Well, let's just say I've never gotten a badge. I've not done it enough to get the badge, but (laughs) but how about the wife passing out underneath you? Passed out. Oh God, I hope I've never passed out during that. I hope. (laughs) I love it. I hope I've never. I don't think I. No, I I, don't quite recall. I'm almost sure I. I was about five whiskeys in the other night. No, I can't say that I was on top, but I was going for round two. You drunken. And I wake back up and I go, "Oh, are you ready for round two? And I didn't realize I had woken up and that I'd stopped and fell asleep. Awesome. She's like, no, I was done She's ten like, minutes ago. You went to sleep. I'm still waiting for round one. She still rode that horse until it fucking just like, ah, throw this fucker off of me. Now we're moving on. I got mine. He can have his by himself later. Well, I had to drink her whiskey too. I mean, I can't, I can't be held to the task here. So we got a three. How about how about now that you know there's five stars? Give me give me give me what you say. I'm gonna give it a four. Give me what you want. What you really really want. 
Um, all right. You're, You're gonna not going to give me whatever So right I want. now we're at about 3.5. I would give this beer a 4.5, which raises it up to 4. Yeah. That's probably uh, right. give Give me a one word to describe this beer. Um, that's one. Um, <laughs> um, flaccid. <laughs> no. How about one word to describe this one? beer? One? Can I give you seven? Yeah, give me seven. Easily the best red I've had. That's six words. Oh, no, unless you count I've as I've yeah. had. Yeah. I, easily the best red I have had. I feel like I'm fucking writing haikus here. <laughs> <laughs> this beer was so good. Easily the best red I've ever had. I want to drink more. <laughs> I just wrote a haiku right on the podcast. All right. So, <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> well, yeah, I actually just counted <laughs> while I was saying that. Five, seven, five. I just freestyled a haiku, motherfucker. <laughs> drops them. When you're not yeah. looking, he's dropping them. That's right. So, uh, yeah, one word to describe this? Yeah, you already said, um, you're done. I'd say Comcastic. Comcastic. <laughs> you're a douche. You got a problem with Comcast? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, God, are we really going to go over no, this? No. <laughs> we, I think we already went through Comcast once, and Did I think we? that horse is done let's, dead. Let's yeah. fuck that That horse topic. has been beaten. Let's, let's fuck that let's topic fuck that without topic. lube. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, wait, you meant fuck, not suck. I apologize. I we apologize. will be by to fuck you in the ass sometime between two and four. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Rick. But if if we were going to, along much along those lines, you know, given, given how you review most things that have to do with service, uh, like stores yeah. and Comcast... <laughs> Recently, I, I heard that you had this experience in looking for minis. Now, I think I yeah. think motherfuckers are a little oversensitive. But I go was ahead. walking into the store, and the kids in there were being disrespectful God to me, damn and children. they were being rude. And so I said, "You kids are bad." No, I I just felt like uh, I recently had an experience with Dark Tower here in Bellingham. It's a gaming store, and I walked in, and the kid behind the counter was actually looked physically like Caleb. Quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, Thin, the guy, that's the guy that owns it. I've been nerdy. in there many times, and he's just an awesome guy. Yeah. Um, and I and I walked up, and I just I was looking for this uh, one of these battle mats. I didn't mm-hmm. know they were called battle mats at the time, by the way. I just well, was. What like were you calling it? Grid. Yeah, I walked up to him and I said, "I'm looking for one of the you know one of the grids that you use for battles during D and D. You put your minis battle on. mat. Yeah, I didn't know they were called that. And he looks at me, and he looks at me like I'm speaking another language. He literally looks at me like... Well, you weren't talking about Magic the Gathering. Yeah. No. Which, he's so into that shit. Yeah. That, that's the only game he's playing. What's the other one? I went in there asking for uh, a Pokemon, and he was like, no, we really don't. Sorry, man. We don't have any Pokemon, but we do have Magic. And I was like, yeah, you do. Okay, but <laughs> that's not Pokemon. Man, but, it's not fucking Pokemon. Yeah, I got this really dis- disdainful vibe from him, like uh, almost like, and I and I, I think you're over fucking as, sensitive. I think you just no, you confused the fuck out of him. You went, it was no, listen, listen, what? because I he then he sort of looked like, oh god, do I have to really do this? That was like the whole vibe I was getting off. And then uh, he walked over and he walked me over down. We don't have any of store. those greedy things, but we do have battle mats. And he walks up to the battle mats where they have them rolled up up on the wall. And he, he says, was dealing with dad. That's yeah, I know. That's like, exactly you, what you're I was a dad. Saying. He goes like this. He goes. He goes. Some people call these battle mats. <laughs> Some people call these. And I was like, Oh, you were the dad. That's fuck what happened. You, dude. you pulled a dad. And I know. You and went, I'm sitting oh. there going. I'm thinking. You don't pull this fucking attitude. You got one me, of them dude. Pokemon things. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know my daughter loves the Pokemon. 
I hope you didn't buy the battle mat from I him. I did not buy the battle mat from him because I was pissed. I was like, don't. I was gaming before you were. You were like a dollop of jizz in your, your parents mom's were not even born yet. <laughs> no, I was like, come on, dude. Don't give me your fucking attitude, man. I, I've been doing this for ages. Don't pull this crap with me. I, I, it pissed me off. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. But fine. as I said, I think you're oversensitive. <laughs> I told the guy, fine. But here's the thing. I went back. I went back. I'm with Rick on this one. If he gives I went me attitude, back. fuck him. I went back to the Dark Tower a few days later because I was now looking for the minis because this showed up from Amazon, who gave me no fucking attitude about it. Did, were you able to search in gritty thing for D&D? Yeah, I typed in the grid thing for fighting in D&D, and Amazon said, is this what you're looking for? This is that thing that the kids are all playing ah, there. He's a Jew. Yeah. The d- Give him a better price. <laughs> all old people become Jews. That's how that works. <laughs> but, um, okay. So, <laughs> Only the Jews make it to being old. That's <laughs> yeah. they are the chosen ones. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I was going to make a really inappropriate joke. Say, well, unless they were, you know, around between nineteen thirty nine and nineteen forty five. Oh, they were chosen. <laughs> yeah, for something completely different. So now I've just created some controversy. No, I went back into Dark Tower a few days later looking for minis, and the guy behind the counter. Same dude? No. Uh, kind of like uh, more of what you think of as a gamer. Had like the, uh, oh, I can't remember what. He had, he had some sci-fi, sci-fi shirt, T-shirt on. He was like, uh, you know, a little chubbier, had the beard, the whole thing. I was like, I was like okay. I can was see. it a neck beard? I so he wasn't, to this he, he wasn't cute like <laughs> Caleb then. <laughs> but this guy was probably in his mid-30s. He was extremely friendly, very helpful to me. I told him, I look at him, I go, I'm trying to introduce my kids to D&D. As soon as I said that, he goes, oh, wow, that's cool. If that's what you came out with with the other guy? Who'd yeah. Kids? Oh, my God. What the hell? No. I don't know, man. It would have been headed to what different my motive is. It so it's your fault you don't is. know how to be a customer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff. I need to be, Fuck you. I need you to don't have to my, know how to be a customer. I need to work yeah, on my do. skills. You do not. I, I deal with on. people every fucking day. All you guys, you don't guys, you deal with users. Completely different. <laughs> I worked in customer service before. I know what it's like. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I know what's best. I know what's best for my users. They're not going to tell me. That's the most asinine argument that's ever happened on this podcast. Oh, speaking of asinine arguments, I owe you an apology because in the last podcast that we recorded, we were you and I were having a back and forth about Taoism, mm-hmm. and I kept saying that's a philosophical point of view, and you're talking about a religious thing. And I was so tired at the time, I was missing the ism at the end of Taoism, and I was thinking of Tao. Tao. And I kept arguing that with you. No, no, go look it up, Jeff. And you were like, I have looked it up. I know what I'm talking (laughs) about. I was like, God, God, man. And so I actually owe you an apology, because I was thinking of Tao, and I was just so tired, I was confusing Tao and Taoism. So I thought I'd actually just say it on the podcast. You were well, right. thank you. Yeah. And I think I already apologized to you on the podcast and maybe on the last one. It was like, we argued about shit. And we were both <laughs> right and we were both wrong, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah. But I just wanted to clear essentially, up. My, 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 my point on that was like, uh, whether it was Taoism, legalism, or uh, uh, 
Confucianism, they all started out as philosophies. Yeah, yeah. It's just Taoism took on the mystical, and Confucianism took on uh, a semi-mystical. Yeah. And, then, and, and you were then saying that legalism too. just became communism. So. You were saying that, and I kept hearing it going, well, he understands how this happened. Why is he arguing with me when I'm telling him? I was like, oh, God. And they didn't even take me to listen to it again until I realized the, what I'd done. The funny like, thing is, is that none of them were taking on the Dark Tower gaming store. No, they weren't. But no, he already went through his thing, and, and it's not... You're right. You're right. I mean, he shouldn't have treated you in any such sort of way. And I, you know, I got great service from. I went over to Cosmic Comics and asked there. Oh, those things. guys are awesome, aren't those they? We go in there cool. almost every like weekend. Yeah. Well, and it looks like they have an assortment of uh, meetings over a, there too. And like I said, Pathfinder. I sorry to do this on air, but uh, Wizards of the Coast has nothing on the Pathfinder Piazzo yeah. or however you say their name. Yeah. Uh, they they're yes. really so. That's how I say it. <laughs> I know. I, I saw that. Yeah, I think you came just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Might just be a little bit of pee, but piazza. Um, uh. <laughs> but their minis are just better quality. Yeah. They're just better quality. We, uh, they we look, got their, they're painted better, is essentially it. Mason and I were running around all these stores yesterday late in the day. I don't know why I waited so long, but we got over to Cosmic Comics. I didn't realize they closed so early on Saturday. And I walk up, like they have like a whole bunch of the minis in the window. I'm like, oh, they have them. They've mm-hmm. got these. Nobody else seems to have them. It's like the comic shop over where Eagle Games used to be. That's the comics place. Yeah, and they're like, um, isn't that what you were talking about? No, 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 no. I'm, the dragon or the Dark Tower is over by. Uh, no, not Dark um, Tower. The Cosmic the Comics. The one that treated Cos- you well. Cosmic Comics is by the high. Oh, school. Cosmic mm-hmm. Comics. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay, we've never actually been there. Well, I both apologize. Those places, I was thinking the comic place. Both those places were great. They no, were absolutely. really nice to me. They were really respectful. They were like, and the Docking Bay ninety three and uh, Burling- the Docking Linden? Bay ninety three. I just said the Docking. Isn't that in Linden? I am no. getting old. Well, there's one in Burlington. Burlington. There's one yeah. in Linden, and that I don't know uh, what it's called. Oh, no My cousin goes there all the time with his kids, and I would have thought they would have outlawed them there. It's well, it's devil, devil worship. <laughs> I know, but I think they're they're more progressive. And it's in right next door to Lindan. the sewing shop. It's right next door to the sewing shop. Well, while brown people can't quite live in the city, <laughs> we'll allow some of the RPGs <laughs> to come in and do its no, thing. No, that ain't right. We're okay with the brown people now. Just as long as they're not open source. As as long as they're just right outside the city limits, that should just be as fine. As long as they know their place and they don't get up at. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Linden. Yeah, where you are I didn't know they had a gaming store. Your lawn. In, what? I didn't know they had a uh, uh, gaming store. In they Linden. have a gaming store in Linden. I'll have now, to go yeah. check that out. But um, yeah, we got Apparently there too late. Cool. The doors were locked. I was like, oh man, this was the place we should have come. And there's a bunch of people inside playing games, of course. So mm-hmm. it looks yeah. like they were open. But um, yeah, everybody else was really friendly. And docking the guy at docking me ninety ninety three, he had the exact same reaction that I when I said I'm introducing my kids to D and D. He was like, oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And he's like walking me down the aisle. He goes, well, you could get these and get these. And he's like, oh, I don't know how you know. And I was like, okay, that's were cool. they the uh, post painted minis? I mean, you got the pre painted yeah. minis, which is what I've just given you a box full of. Yeah. Um, but um, a lot of people will. Um, Paint minis and then sell them in stores like that. Oh, so oh, that's cool. Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of them are for like Warhammer 40k or one of those type of games. I, you know, I don't really but, care as long as they go on the mat and they look like yeah, they fit in. As long as they're little one inch. Why minis can't you just go, go to like Target and buy some Star Wars figurines? <laughs> because they don't work. You know what works really well? Was, Lego guys. I was actually going to say that next. That's what, that was going to be my next comment. I was thinking when you know because Mason was kind of disappointed we didn't get over there in time, and I said you know maybe. Well, we hopefully can, you guys enjoy these, but. Yeah, and oh yeah, I'm sure. But um, I, I said, uh, you know, we could actually go through your Lego minifigures, mm-hmm. the billions of Legos that we've bought over the years. Mm-hmm. We actually got gathered together all of his people pieces. 
and it took an entire bucket. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's Buffalo Bill from yeah. Silence of the Labs. <laughs> but we were able to fill it an puts entire... the lotion on the skin. Oh, it gets the hose again. Oh, that's going to be in the Lego movie, too. <laughs> Let's hope so. But we Fucking were Rob Schraub's we doing that shit. We were able to fill shit. up an entire bucket with, with uh, Lego human parts. <laughs> There's got to be stuff in there to be able to put together. Yeah, you just throw together some little (laughs) warriors, and you're off and running. Right. right. I have filled plenty of buckets before, sir, but never with Lego parts. (laughs) It was tiny Mikey parts. Mikeitas or Mikitos. I don't know if I need to hear about this. Little swimmers. (laughs) Little swimmers. Guppies. Bubble guppies. Oh, wait. That's wrong. I apologize to all the people that watch Nickelodeon out there and have a two-year-old that watches bubble guppies. But what is bubble guppies? It's a new uh, uh, Nick Jr. show about these little uh, guppy-like oh, creatures. Yeah. What? I'm, I'm, I'm going light. I'm giving him short glasses because he is Rick Taxi Driver Anderson tonight. <laughs> so we swapped glasses a couple times. I keep pouring them yeah, he more than he wants. Yeah, huge amount. That's how, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm being considerate. Like, You're like my you know, You know what he should really do at some point? Like, build this fake, you know how the, the old taxis used to have the little flag thing yeah. they'd pull down? He should get one of those and then have it count. He should go pick up, and this is what I plan on doing. If ever my daughter God. makes me do this kind of shit, all of her friends get in the back of my car. I'm, I'm going to get one of those and just pull it down and go, okay, now's what I charge you. And I talk like this for the rest of the time. <laughs> And then I'll inappropriately turn around in the middle of going 50 miles an hour going, so how are you doing today? <laughs> Everybody out back there. Did Don't you... worry about the seatbelts. Don't worry about the seatbelts. They're stuck in the seat anyway. Don't worry about the seatbelts. <laughs> Did you hear the new Audi G8? You could drive with your headlights off. It's got night vision. Oh, that's fucking cool. Remember that cab, that cab drive? Oh yeah! <laughs> God, was when that? was that? Portland, was uh, the first time. The first time in Portland. Yeah, yeah. The, the taxi driver's telling us. Is about that the guy that, that that practically kicked me out of the cab because yes. I had a drink? Yeah. Of course, I I'm the one that got in the front seat. I'm like, yeah, look at my oh, gin and tonic. How's oh, it going? Oh, it's yeah. like, oh God, oh God, you can't have that. You wow. can't have that. You can't have that here. I forgot that we actually had a cab ride on the first one. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Both those nights ended in a cab ride. What the fuck? That's Imagine that. We we all of us were so drunk by that point. We could have been three blocks away, and he could have drove all the way around the city and back. None of us would have done That's it. Probably. Where did we just from? have a seventy-two dollar cab ride? Yeah. Why did yes, he? You did. Why did he start by asking us where we were from? <laughs> are you where familiar? are you from? A hotel. <laughs> are you familiar with Portland? <laughs> you could have just walked three blocks and been home, but no, you had to grab a cab. We're watching so, Walking Dead later because I I just realized I tasted this and I realized it was a double IPA. Oh. Oh, yummy. So this is the... Uh, I don't have any in my glass, but... Well, you were I still had beer in your glass when I went to go pour you one, sir. Thank, sorry. I was waiting okay. for you to finish. It's okay. This it's one okay. is almost 10%. I have to have Mexicans to serve me, otherwise I don't feel right. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I'm a terrible... I see no. I s- no? I no, you no. buy. Break it, you buy. No, you buy. <laughs> no. No, 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 you buy. Um, Earth so Mr. Pita, no. This says Earth, Wind, and Beer on the inside. <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Beer says it on the side. I read so it. This is, how do you pronounce this? It's you and need you, you need a you, you need a detour. You need a detour. Oh, there you go. He you, needed a reference. Win, I needed a fucking reference. Winta. I, I spent ten minutes before the podcast trying to figure that shit out. So. I'm going to say it's pronounced Winta. 
Detour Double IPA. So, um, where where are these? Yeah, guys you might want to detour after this. This one is really going to. Did you just pour me a whole fucking beer? It's twelve ounces. You can handle twelve ounces. <laughs> Only your twelve ounces, baby. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> well, we were invited to sit around and watch Walking Dead after. Yeah, I can't because I haven't watched the last week's. Because tomorrow's our big Walking Dead day. Oh, you no. didn't watch last week's? <laughs> what was last? Oh, last week. Okay, we don't want to say anything. To him. No, shit. Why not? We don't want to tell him who died. <laughs> No more people better fucking die because I'm getting pissed. Well, Glenn wasn't doing anything anyway. <laughs> you know, and, and and he had already conquered the first Asian to lay somebody on screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but a white lady. Yeah, exactly. So why did we need Glenn anymore? It's funny because I just, uh, uh, I watch another show called Arrow. Great fucking show if you like if you like superhero type kind of it's it's very a Batman like character yeah um but really well done probably better done than the, even the movies but uh, um it's not quite as wonderfully stylized as like Gotham but it's still a great show well one of the characters on there is is this Laurel who ends up playing a uh, uh, another superhero type yeah um but she was in another show I watched, Supernatural, like seven years ago, and she looks so young. Yeah. Well, I also ended up, uh, because for some reason, Supernatural plays in the casino at like six in the morning when I get there. Yeah. I, I constantly look up and like, oh, I remember that. I remember that episode. I remember this episode, because I, I love Supernatural. Um, but it was Lauren from Walking Dead was on that show. Oh, no kidding. Looking so young. I mean, she looked twelve years old. Yeah. That's how young she looked. Because now you, we see her in the show. That's you know, it's very gritty. It's very. She yeah. is a, you know, a thirty-something actress. But seven years ago, she was I a twenty-something actress, and well, she yeah. was in this show. And I'm like, oh my god, she has really, really dark hair, and it, 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 you would barely recognize yeah. her. She looks. To- I mean, in The Walking Dead, they've always made her look kind of. They've always downplayed her look because she's supposed to be like a country girl and mm-hmm. real simple. And and then when you see her in interviews and stuff, it's like it, it's one of those transformations. It's like she's totally different from her character. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think she's British, right? Um, she lived in both. So she every oh, once okay. in a while, a British accent comes out. Yeah, I think she grew up between New York and London like a lot. Which, which character are we talking about in Walking Dead? Lauren. Uh, Lauren. Lauren. Uh, yeah, Lauren. Is that her name? No. Why? No, I'm because blanking he, on her name too. Um, Glenn and uh, Maggie. 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 That's it. Thank yeah, you. Oh, duh, it's right in front of me. It's called Maggie's Pub, bitch. I think that's her. I think that's the actress's she was on a, name. Yeah, she's banging. Lauren Bang something. on. Yeah, you're right. It's you know, Lauren is her name. I apologize, Lauren or Maggie, <laughs> whatever the fuck your name is. I would spank her. <laughs> I would get her consent and then I would spank her. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Welcome back to the me. podcast, Beer yeah. Plus Three. That reminds me, I watched. Um, <laughs> I'm about three episodes behind on Constantine, and the uh, the last one I watched. Oh, they better like, they better fucking pick it up on oh, sci-fi. They better, I am yeah, so because he's doing such a wonderful job. The first few episodes, if I had watched the first few episodes and they canceled it, I would have said, eh, okay, because they were still kind of finding their footing. But mm-hmm. about the fourth episode or so, this thing it really took off, and now it's, I'm really into it. And that's that's what I always say about any show: you give it three or four episodes. Yeah, oh yeah. With, yeah. If I had not done this with. Uh, such uh, uh, TV shows as like uh, Torchwood, yeah. which is a, uh, a Doctor Who spinoff, mm-hmm. but it's a really serious, gritty kind of Doctor Who spinoff right. with Captain Jack, who uh, we all know. Um, uh, and it, that Duncan series Trussell. is so fucking good, but the first two or three episodes, yeah. utter shit. <laughs> They're just basically to get people's attention. Yeah. And then go off into an, another whole realm. Yeah, right. and and that's how almost every TV show I think is 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 really the the pilot is just there to kind of set up 
everything right. and get the producers or, or the, the 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 network's attention mm-hmm. and say, okay, well, we'll give you money to do thirteen more, and then they spend the next two or three episodes really kind of setting up the world, setting yeah. up the characters, right. so they can be really inane and 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 kind of boring. Well, for some reason on TV, it seems like the actors take a while too to really find the voice for the character. I think, uh, absolutely, and absolutely, it's, it's I would almost, agree. It's almost. Unfair. I think he hit it out of the park immediately. Oh, he did. I'm sorry, but the guy who's playing it, I can't remember. I oh, apologize. Yeah. I can't remember his name right now. Yeah. He hit it out of the park. He obviously I, read the comic books and went, okay, I know this guy. He's from yeah, Newcastle. Yeah. He, he, this is the kind of person yeah, he is. This yeah. is the kind of accent I should have. I was so thrilled because I've gone through my entire life. I've, I've always been a fan of Swamp Thing. Um, I never really got into the Constantine comic books. But oh, I, I'm, I, I just pulled them all out, and I'm, yeah. my wife is reading them right now, and she's oh, yeah. absolutely loving them. I'm going to go start buying the the compilation. <sighs> Me too. I'm going to buy start buying those too. because yeah. I haven't um, read. I have the first one of those. I have. I think is like eight. I think number eight is the yeah. first one I have of those. So yeah. I didn't get the first couple of storylines. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I have eight through like thirty seven or something like that, and then it skips a little bit. Right. But one of my favorite series of all times, yeah. as far as comic books are concerned. Yeah, and I, I really got to get, I got to get caught up with that because I was such a fan of Swamp Thing. There's no reason I shouldn't have followed the constant thing. I was kind of getting out. Well, of you, comic you, books were, you were reading the on. Alan Moore con- uh, Swamp Thing, weren't you? Yeah, that was the, the was, series he wrote around the time that Alan Moore ended his. Wow, we are really are things. a geek podcast. Yeah, I know. Went from talking about D and D to comic books. Yeah, but by the time Constantine started, I was kind of getting out of all that stuff. I was kind of like, mm, mm-hmm. I think I'm done with comic books. And so were you I, getting I laid? The first couple issues. Were you getting laid? Is that is that what started getting out of comics? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying, I'm trying to find the collation. Not me. Here. I was getting I laid while I was collecting comics. But. I don't. You, you're doing it while you're buying them. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Are you masturbating? No, it's my girlfriend. She's just jerking me off in my pants. It's fine. Just you know what's funny? These books. There's a there's a series, and I'm going to say the name of the series, and it sounds like a joke, but it's not a joke. It's one of the best comic series out there, and nobody liked it because of the name. They thought it was some commercial bullshit. So a lot of people didn't read it. It's called Atari Force. I know. You're all sinking. No, uh, interesting. What it started off as was Atari published comic books um, with five games. You'd buy five different games. You'd get these little comic books with the instructions. You'd open them up. It was a story that they were telling about the future. Yeah, the future. They decided they built a ship that could jump to other dimensions. And they were looking for a new Earth to live on because mm-hmm. the current Earth was being destroyed like, by like Battle Star Galactica, something like that. Yeah, and or so, uh, um, there's a they, series written by Terry Pratchett and another author, and I apologize, I can't remember the other author. It's yeah. called uh, uh, it's basically the Multiple Earth Theory. Yeah, where you can step between these Earths. Yeah. and keep going, and it just is infinite. Yeah, so, but uh, yeah, so really they, they, they published a series of comic books, and, and it was about these people finding a new Earth, and it was like five. It was five series. I have all of them because I bought the games, and I still have them. And then um, they started, somebody rediscovered those at DC <clears throat> and decided to uh, start it back up, treating all the characters in that original comic books as the previous generation, introducing a whole new series of characters. Like a and, reboot. And it was, yeah. And it like was a next generation it reboot was an type thing. Excellent comic book. And what yeah. they did to explain why it was called Atari. They they gave it a background of well there used to be a video game company they got into technology they started getting into space exploration and now it's become like this and then they were bought up by EA (laughs) (laughs) but only when they were like on the last dregs of going out of business (laughs) only when they were cheap enough (laughs) but they made it they they incorporated that as much as they could to sort of make it less cheesy the fact that it had this 
corporate tie-in. Yeah. And then they told one of the most awesome fucking science fiction stories over the, over twenty issues. It was amazing. It was really. If really you have good. that or ever find it, let me know. I would. Love I, to read I have it. it. I have a couple of series I'd like you to read. Number one is Twilight. It's mm-hmm. uh, a yeah, three issue, but they're larger issues. Yeah. Um, essentially, uh, Twilight is a wonderful uh, story. Essentially, we're so far into the future, yeah. um, where we've actually uh, genetically manipulated animals to become. Uh, anamorphic or whatever it's called, um, people, and we enslave them, basically use them as uh, this kind of slave race. Well, they've rebelled, they lost the rebellion, and they remain slave races. Well, uh, when essentially from this war comes this war hero who is this very Nazi-esque character, and he's Tommy Tomorrow, and he goes to this planet looking for these aliens that uh, it is said that they can give you eternal life. He literally devours one <laughs> and then blows up the planet. In, oh. And in doing so, creates a disease that makes people live forever. And that's what the entire thing is about, oh. is humanity living forever and the repercussions of it. And it's a wonderful series called oh, Twilight. Uh, there's another one called The Brat Pack. Yeah, which is if superheroes were real, but not, but in our own reality. So you have the Juicer, who is like the super um, Superman character who can just beat the shit out of people and get as much beating down the as juicer. possible. <laughs> but he he does so many drugs that that's yeah, what he that's can do. <laughs> and then there's the the girl who uh, is like this revenge rape revenge girl who has testicles around her belt that she, from all of her kills. Oh and God. no, it's just fucking amazing. It's such a good series. And there's a few yeah. series I'd love to just hand over to. One of them is Metropole. Speaking of, uh, uh, speaking of, uh, we didn't speak of, but I'm going to speak of it. Um, basically, it takes place in during the, uh, what is it called? The reaping or whatever revelations is supposed to be where there's going to be a war on earth between angels and demons and, and half the race disappears to heaven and the other half is left to fend amongst themselves. That, that yeah, whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, and okay. it's just amazing. It's one of my favorite artists that yeah. does that one. There was a period between it's that cool. that happened and it was when there was this brown bird that was lost in a shit storm. <laughs> Similar to a movie I watched recently, that was a white bird that had become lost in a snowstorm. Oh. We should we should definitely move on to our movie. You guys start it, and I'm gonna go urinate real quick. <clears throat> well, Duncan Trussell or Duncan Trussell. What? Okay, so just just off the bat, just what do you think? The explain so the movie. Okay, so here's the, here's the spoilers for the movie. <laughs> No, uh, the we're not alerting you. We're just telling you that we're we're just white bird in a blizzard. Yes, uh, was uh, Greg Araki? I don't know how you, Araki, is that how you yeah. pronounce his yeah. last Greg name. Greg Araki. Yeah, I always think it's he's Araki a long time director, first time normal film. And here's the thing: I've not really been too crazy about. I've seen a couple of his movies, and I didn't really like them. So I went into this movie thinking eh, that you're going to need mushrooms for it to moody, like understand. Yeah, moody teenagers, you know, mopey people. Why I didn't they hire him for like the Twilight be. or the Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> or any of those other films? Because it seems like that's the, the, that's be, his genre, right? This is the young teen angst metal. Because it would be over weird. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I, I think uh, maybe too much, too much of a bad thing. <laughs> but uh, they. So what was the what, the story was basically uh, the girl's mom is uh, not enjoying her life anymore her perfect no. little middle class life or and then did. disappears yeah or maybe maybe never did um, no she probably did for like five minutes yeah so I, I watched this movie and I and the whole time I'm watching it I'm thinking it's a good movie I'm enjoying it it's keeping me interested 
I kept, and I don't know, you guys are probably going to freak out about this because you always, you always seem to freak out when I, when I draw these parallels. Um, the movie it kept reminding me of was... Um, Stand By Me. The Lovely Bones. <laughs> <laughs> the Lovely Bones. Because I kept, I kept watching this movie Guillermo thinking, Toro. he yeah. watched The Lovely Bones and was inspired to make this because there's so many parallels. It's actually based on a book. Oh, is oh this one was mm-hmm. White Bird and a Wizard was based on a book. Oh, okay, in a novel. I it just to me because the 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 dad, who spoiler alert turns out to be the bad guy, looks almost physically exactly like the bad guy from The Lovely Bones. He looks the, a lot like the guy from uh, SVU. So yeah, but he's really a bad guy. I never got that. Well, not a bad guy, but the antagonist or the person who did the bad thing. The body that bad, has bad disappeared thing. or that Ooh, they're thinking is, is the people are looking for is like in The Lovely Bones. Have you guys seen this movie? Am I spoiling this for you? I have not seen the movie, but I you go ahead and spoil it. I want to watch the movie. So I'll stop, stop talking about yeah. it because it's too good and I don't want to spoil it for you. I know the premise, but I, I'm never going to watch it. Yeah, but The Lovely Bones is a really great movie because it's it's almost like... It's almost like poetry. It's a, it's got a lot of subtext to it. You're watching it, and you can you can pick up a lot of uh, things that are going on underneath the story. Mm-hmm. Poetry, but and not haiku. It's not it's not uh, five <laughs> seven five. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know freestyle poetry. Um, so <laughs> I was watching this movie, thinking uh, he's, Harriet. He's doing sweet a- Harriet, <laughs> hard harbinger, harbinger of haggis. <laughs> I just kept I I kept was torn while I'm watching the movie. <laughs> he knows the movie I'm talking about. I just laughing because it's funny. <laughs> um, I was torn watching this movie because I was thinking it's a really well-made movie. The actors are doing a fantastic job. It's really well-written. Lots of great stuff going on, and it's a great story. It's keeping my interest. But I just I kept thinking, God, this guy was so inspired by this other movie, and there's nothing going on underneath. Mm-mm, I don't no, this feel is, like that. This is an intellectual property that is separate from that. Yeah. And if... All through that whole movie, I was just thinking, I'm going to give this one. I'm going to be on the fence about this one. Until, Even till the end? Until the last scene. And the last scene, when that happened, I was like, oh, holy crap. I'm not going to spoil what happened. But that no, last, go ahead. Go that be, last be, if you don't, seconds, I, I will. If you don't, or I'm going to. When, she, when they show what actually happened. This is not going to air killed. for a couple of weeks. So yeah, okay. we should be able to get out the fact that you okay. need to watch White Bird and the Blizzard. Okay, okay, yeah. And I think people should watch this movie. But go ahead. That last whatever minute, minute and a half, whatever. That like I I was I was stunned. I was like, wow, this was actually really brilliant. And he was doing all this misdirection through the movie about, oh, she's in the freezer. She's not actually in the freezer. What the hell's going on? You know, no, and she it's was like, always in the fucking. The dad's freezer. the bad guy. Oh no, he's not the bad guy. It's uh, she's missing. It's the girls being paranoid. I, and it he just I love the fact that he kept you completely off balance. And by the end of that, I was thinking, okay, this movie didn't need subtext. It was just, mm-hmm. it was just a really good story. And that last minute, that last scene was like, I, I really got to give it to the guy. He went from being making these movies about these mopey, moody teenagers to and who the fuck is this guy that you brilliant. keep talking? Uh, Greg Rocky. Have you ever seen uh, Doom Generation or Generation Doom Have you or whatever seen any it was? Of those other films? No, uh, probably uh, maybe. I don't. I oh, don't know. God, yeah. this movie that came from the fact that he made this movie when he's made some of the other things that I've seen is is yeah. amazing. He made a huge leap for this movie. I mean, the guy's gotten really good compared to his earlier. No, I thought stuff. it was directed very well. Actually, I thought yeah. it was, the editing was perfect. Oh, in all, in all fairness, his other movies were well made, but I just the other and movies were stories are to hard be, to chew on. Yes, and the acting and the the characters have to look are up just his, sort uh, of filmography. Yeah. But they, they they do fit very well with my lifestyle choices. Yeah, <laughs> but I'd give this movie a beer wholeheartedly, yeah. and I'm glad I held on to the end because it was really. Mm-hmm. 
potentially, you know, at the end, I was, I was like, mm, this is really unfortunate that there wasn't really anything. I was, I was, I, about s- it. I sat there the whole time going, is Greg Araki really going to make this movie where there's not like any kind of anything? Like it's very straightforward, and the delivery towards the end is is very conventional. Yeah. And then no, he turns it into a Greg Araki film in those last two minutes, and I go, oh, okay, great, this is awesome now. That was odd. the fact that they pulled off what they did in the last minute of that movie and laid all of the clues and all the framework for it, and I didn't fucking get, I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't even remotely see that coming. It, I think it's impressive, man. I'm, I'm amazed. I'm really amazed that somebody could tell a story like that and, and be that surprising with the last minute. Yeah, and, and beyond the dire- the directing, even and, and giving all the credit to Greg Araki, I, I would say that the actors here in that last minute, mm-hmm. that scene is phenomenal because you see the. Oh, please, the, it's Ava Green for crying out loud. I, that's what I'm saying. It, it almost <laughs> felt like it was a waste to have her in the film, right? Well, no, she was wasted in the film because it, it, I, I really feel she's such an incredible actress. And 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 to use her, utilize her in such a way in this film. I understand why she. It's a fucking job because. You but she take has to pay job. off in those last two minutes. She has to pay off, and she does. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And they absolutely. couldn't have used just anybody to make that payoff. The expression in her eyes. Mm-hmm. No, she and, and the story. You can hear telling. the whole story right in her eyes of what happened, why they got married, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and why yeah. he's so angry and why he's so can, uh, unconventionally violent right, in a yeah. way because he really isn't a violent person. He's never hurt his daughter. He's he 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 had some violence in his past, and then all of a sudden you kind of see that in her eyes. It's like, oh, that's why. And then you see who's in bed with him. Oh, that's why. Why don't yeah. we just give it away? I mean, we, we can't really talk about it without giving it away. <laughs> I, I would have given it away if you don't. So keep, keep talking. I was keep talking. To. Uh, I'll, I'll give my opinion, and you tell me if you. Give so, it and it. the 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 clincher for this movie, and where it really ends, and where it really becomes a great film, it goes from being a decent film to being a great film, is in the last two minutes. In the last two minutes, we see that the uh, the true protagonist of the film is in in bed with a a, a guy, a dude. And that this mousy housewife that had been depressed and had turned to alcohol. She was anything but mousy, but okay. Uh, <laughs> she was every other verb but mousy. Okay, at some okay. Point or, this or passively noun aggressive. Or the fuck, yeah, cunty, I'm terrible with English. So. That's, bitchy. That's, yeah, passive aggressive is a good one. Yeah. Bitchy. Oh yeah, backwards thinking, definitely. but like overtly passive aggressive. Not just like that the, undertone of passive aggressiveness. Yeah. No, she was overtly. She yeah. was just like out there. Yeah. So she was trying to catch the tail of the younger man who eventually wanted to sleep with the husband anyways and yeah. and she didn't so that's only going to make her more mad. Yeah. And as as she catches the two together, the the husband and the younger dude and she's laughing hideously and and, and the acting here is just <laughs> phenomenal. It's just it's just mind-blowing to yeah. to see mm-hmm. her laughing like that cuz I don't know how many times my wife has act, laughed at me in such a manner where I was like, "Bitch, if I could strangle your ass and kill you!" Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, yeah, I think yeah, any great relationship has had that kind of conflict. So. Oh, absolutely! You just want to choke the shit out of one another. I just want to just put my hand, but I don't. No, oh, no. And this guy did, and that that was his one big fault, right? Like, obviously, this movie takes place maybe twenty years ago, and if you get caught sleeping with a dude, and it comes out that maybe you might swing. Well, it both was directions. it was nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, I believe. And which and, is, this is right along our generation, but I won't get to that. Right. So, uh, yeah. you know, in the eighties, you you couldn't be 
that kind of guy without taking some kind of heat and some kind of criticism. Mm-hmm. Now, now you can get away with being mm-hmm. gay or bi, and you're not going to take the same amount of heat. But back then, not so much. So, I, you know, I, I see in the actor's eye, the the Try father living in small town Texas and get away with yeah. it. Yeah, I see in the actor's yeah. eye, uh, you know, this fear that suddenly his wife is laughing and then all of his friends are going to know, and she's mm-hmm. obviously going to tell everybody. And he's hurt and confused, and yeah, he chokes her, and it, he probably regrets it. I honestly don't think she would have told everybody. It was for her. It was for her. Well, that's why she was laughing. Uh, yeah, I read- it was all about her, and you can see that in her eyes at that point when she walks in and goes. <laughs> This is the reason I've been miserable. Really? This is the reason? And just like, wow, oh. oh. just starts cackling at I the read top it of at, her lungs. I read it as she was happy that, hey, oh my God, thank God I don't have the picture-perfect life and there's something fucking interesting happening in my life. I actually read it as she was happy. I, I read it as, as slightly accusatory and and uh, it's, it's going to come back around because I'm going to I'm going to finish up after you. I'm not gonna... <laughs> no, no, you finish up. You finish up. I'll shut the fuck up. No, I, I was going to say is is the laughter and, and and the direction you decided to take it where she was laughing because oh of course I'm not getting laid because he's into boys and he's no he's no fucking... that's not exactly where I was going because no. she never really was attracted to him in the first place. I think it was a kind of the, one of those forced marriages. Or like a status, but, like yeah. a like a status, like in a he, way, in a he, way, he was he was a good provider, and he was frustrated, and she was frustrated, but he had already accepted it. But 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 then again, when when he comes around and starts sleeping with uh, the neighbor kid, yeah, yeah. I think know. I, in my opinion, yeah. I think the real bad guy of this film is though is her. Uh, I, you know, I I know Rick Arias. I don't think there's any bad guy in this film, but go ahead. Yeah, I was using that term very generically. I meant, you know, but he was... My thought was, is okay, this lady doesn't know how to masturbate, because at one point they mentioned that she doesn't get off. She's obviously very sexually frustrated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's not the dude's fault she doesn't know how to play with herself. It's not the dude's fault that he can't be with a guy and she can't be okay with it. It, it's not the dude's fault that she's so insecure with her life that she can't just be happy because she's not getting fucked. So in my mind, it, it's it's the sexual oppression that is the real enemy in this film, and the fact that neither of them can oh, be uh, happy absolutely. without, hmm. uh, you know, neither of absolutely. them can, can truly be happy because of the circumstances. You know, he's maybe into guys and girls. She can't get off on a husband that's not fucking her. She can't be satisfied enough in her life without getting fucked by her husband. Hmm. And that's it's it's the sexual oppression and that goes okay, back to yeah. like if you look at the themes a little of, off base, but okay. If you if you look back at any of Greg uh, Greg Araki's other films, mm-hmm. there's always this tone of sexual oppression. And oh, I th- is there? I I think looking at I this I need to look up this I think looking yeah. at this film again, I, you know, and that was the thing in watching this film for I think it's an hour and a half long, so for an hour and twenty five minutes, you go, "Where's the Greg Araki in this film? What did he decide to go mainstream? He decided to go Hollywood. He's 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 doing a film like everybody else. Yeah. No, he he brings it back and he makes it the Greg Araki film in bringing up this sexual oppression and the fact that that the reason this all happens is because nobody is able to be free with their sexuality. Mm-hmm. She can't yeah. just toss one off and and make herself happy. Well, he's I, not allowed to be with a guy and and be considered okay. Like he has to be ashamed of being with a guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I'm missing. But about that's how that generation movies. grew up. 
And that that Remember, is that is and, we're talking about our parents and Greg Araki is our age, so he he's he's basically telling the story and portraying it, well, and he did an excellent job here in his other films. He's like too overt, he's too in your face, he's too. This is what I'm telling you to do, or this is what's wrong oh, with life. Yeah, yeah. This film, he's he, one of those directors. I understand. Yeah, this, kind of that Michael Bay school of yeah, directing yeah. where we have to make everything obvious over here, so when we punch you over here, you're not so shocked, <laughs> are you? Got Garrett Morris down in the corner. Yelling it to you. <laughs> in, much. in this film, he. Jared Morris, way to call back. I love it. In this film, he learns subtle how to be subtle. He learns mm-hmm. how to bring you into a film so you appreciate I don't think the he film. learned it. I think I think he was building himself up to this. I and mean, I, I, I can't say because I honestly don't know his other movies. You've mentioned one movie yeah. that I'm. The Doom. Yeah. I, I don't That know was the other really big yeah. film he did, was The Doom Generation. He's done a, a handful yeah. of other movies, a couple guys and a girl. Uh, relationships, open partners. So we get yeah. to this film. Yeah. Movies I could give a shit less about. Right. Basically. So we yeah. get to this film, and he makes a really good movie for 90% of the population is going to be able to... Yeah. The other films, most people would have walked out. This See, film, you would, you would sit through this film, and then you'd look at the, the end, yeah. and you'd go, oh, that's a really mature... And then you'd probably, two days later, the, the norms, the normal people would probably kind of get this point that the, it was all about this... Ultimately, what caused all of the problem in this film was the sexual oppression. Right, the, okay. You know, the 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 shaming of being gay or the shaming of not being able to play with yourself and get off. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe that's what I'm not getting about his films. Maybe there's a subtext, well, that, and that's it. Maybe that's what I don't get. But the uh, the earlier films of his, the ones that I've seen, I watched. I I couldn't get through either one of them. All I know is that I was watching it, thinking this feels like a really it was a well-made movie but i just kept thinking god where is this fucking going man i can't keep going with this it's i don't feel like i'm going anywhere i feel like somebody had a whole bunch can of I, ideas for great scenes can and i interject them and, and, slap and them ask together. a question right That's here i mean it. it was 1987 so this is this is coming from our <laughs> generation yeah um so what characters did you truly relate to what, what character did you follow through the movie because we all we all glom onto a character, whether it's in a book or a movie or whatever it is, yeah. we all glom onto that character, or even a comic book. Uh, we glom onto a character and yeah. generally follow that character, and then that can change, of course, later in the the, the story. But who did you glom onto and, and kind of really follow? I think I followed the the lead actress here, the his he, daughter, yeah. the daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that, who you related to the most. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, exactly. I related to somebody who's looking at their parents and not knowing. What the fuck is going on in life? Obviously, I don't know. But also, like, not caring really much. Not caring, but at the same time, it's like, well, I don't know what you're doing, and you're not telling me about it. I'm going to go about my own life Mm -hmm. and deal Mm -hmm. with my own shit. How about you? Which one did I relate to the most? Um, Probably the... I don't want to get all serious, but the the kid... You you can. You should. This is our podcast. You're allowed to be serious. The 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 boy next door? Yeah, because I... When I was watching that, I kept thinking, um, especially the parts where she goes off to college and he's still sort of stuck in this little town because I just remember I was thinking, and that was actually toward the end of the movie. It actually, I started getting like a lot of feeling for all the characters. I was like, wow, this is kind of sad. They've all broken up and gone their own ways. And mm-hmm. I was kind of amazed at how, That's what happened how affected. Yeah. yeah, but I was amazed at how affected Never I was happened by to these me. characters. <laughs> But um, I, for that, that character, I, I related to because I was a late starter with college and all of my friends kind of disappeared, went off. And when those scenes where she comes back and he's still there, he's doing all the stuff that he's always done, mm-hmm. I, I, was, I had that little moment of, God, you know, this feels like 
feels like you know, I you. could relate to. Yeah, I could kind of relate mm-hmm. to that. So yeah, yeah that's um, that's probably the most I ha- most reaction I had as far as relating to the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably all three of us could relate to the dad's frustrations. Yeah, in that, obviously, all I three of us are fathers. Yeah, but I didn't really relate to him in the sense of like. I but really I never, I never got the sense that he was a really bad father. Yeah. Oh, at yeah, all. Yeah. Oh no, at no, all. not even. He was. Not he even. was an, actually a very good father, and yeah. really honestly loved his daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He oh. honestly loved his wife, but not in the way he should have loved his wife. Right. So, and uh, right. did, would you give this uh, a beer, Sir Mike? Yeah, I'd, I'd I mean, give it. We a already beer. got one beer over here with yeah. Rick. Yeah. So, I I enjoyed the film quite a bit, and I was surprised I did because, frankly, uh, the rest of Greg Araki's films, uh, while my wife is a big fan. I've never been able to sit in the same room because they just get too weird. I feel like I should be on mushrooms watching this shit. Um, yeah, and it, it even as pertinent as they are to my life, I just they're just too intense for me to watch. This film, I watched like uh, what was the recent film that was uh, Ben Affleck, uh, the the girl gone crazy. Oh, girl, Gone Girl, Gone, gone, gone Girl. girl. Yeah. It, it was. It very much had. It's girls gone wild. The girls Ben Affleck. <laughs> Why wouldn't they go wild for Affleck? He could be the shark in Jaws ten. Yeah, but uh, I was surprised that I liked the film because I didn't think I was going to. I was like, oh, this is Greg Araki. I'm not going to like it. I've 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 had the opportunity to watch a lot of his That's... other films, and I end up out of my seat, walking around the house, trying not to watch it. This film, I. I was glued to the screen till the very end, and then when the very end got there, I was did so Nicole surprised. Did Nicole watch this with you? Yeah, she did actually, and she enjoyed it too. She, Absolutely, she likes the rest of his films, um, and yeah. she's always tried to get me to watch them, and I haven't. This film, I was able to watch and sit, and like I said, it was like a film that was it was aimed at the general populace. He wasn't trying to make his normal film, and then he pulls you in, in those last two minutes, and I don't think the general populace is going to get those last two minutes until a couple <laughs> days later if they're still thinking about it. All right. Um, excellent. Obviously, we got two beers in the can right now. Um, and it, my take on this movie, it was, it was a good movie, and there was some incredible actors in this movie. I mean, uh, Shailene Woodley... She did a great job, um, uh, though you can see where she's still struggling with becoming an actress. I mean, it, she, there was she's there young. was there was point. Yeah, she's young, and she's in the new uh, uh, series Divergent or whatever it is. It's one of those young adult uh, kind of like the Hunger Games, right? Uh, female protagonist that uh, overcomes society, yeah. which we need a lot more of those. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely, I think, I, I think all of our daughters will uh, uh, benefit. From the results of this kind of film and this movement in our society, yeah. um, but Ava Green, I'm sorry, she was so underutilized in this movie. Who? Which one was that? I she was the wife. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. The murderee. Yes. Yeah. As a. Yep. Um, <laughs> she was so underutilized because I've seen her in multiple films. I've seen her do things. If you haven't seen Penny Dreadful yet, please go fucking watch it. Penny Dreadful. Okay. Oh my God! It's one of the best series on TV right now. It's a cable show, I think on Showtime maybe, maybe Cinemax. I don't I don't I don't remember maybe HBO. Who knows? Okay. It's one one of those. Uh, Penny Dreadful is a wonderful series and it stars Ava Green as the best friend to the girl who is dating the guy that goes and sees Dracula. You know the the, yeah. the kid in Dracula that yeah. goes to she's the best friend of the girl. <laughs> and but they they bring to life so many uh, uh, fictional characters. Yeah, 
and it's such an amazing show. So just go fucking watch it. And yeah, anything that Ava Green is in, yeah. just fucking watch it because her performances in anything I've seen her in is just worth watching. Yeah, every time. Yeah, and this she's so underutilized until that last like like Mike said yeah. the the last like five minutes when they really show what happened. Holy shit! That's when she really shines. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, as far as Christopher Maloney, I mean, come on, he's uh, I, I've always confused him with the guy from the original Ninja Turtles movie, but <laughs> that's it's my not, own. Fuck it's up. not the same dude. It's not the same dude. But I've always said it's like, oh, Where the guy I, from I've SUV. He was he was in SUV. Oh, okay. SVU. Okay. He was in uh, Ninja Turtles. No, it's not the same fucking guy. It's a different dude. He's he's always in the Cronenberg films. He's in films. Law and Order. Yeah, he's, he's in he's, all all the Cronenberg films. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, and he's actually a very good actor, and huh. I think in this he really does shine. Yeah. He really does show his his metal. Angela Bassett, of course. Uh, come on, Critters Four. Can't go wrong. <sighs> you so. know what? Well, we recently seen her in American Horror Story. <laughs> it's my favorite critter. She, she did. It she, is one of the best critters. She does a really good job in this, <laughs> awesome. and I don't like her in American Horror Story ever. <laughs> no, really. Yeah. Angela Bassett. Yeah. <clears throat> The psychiatrist in this movie? Yeah, she does better in this film than American Horror well, Story. Yeah. Oh. But she has such a bland role. It's I like love... I know she could do a better job than this. Talk about an underutilized actress I in love... the movie. Granted, it's it's an asset to have her there. Yeah. Definitely. I but... love that he broke one of the rules of writing and he had the characters talk about themselves. I feel like I'm a I feel like I'm someone in a movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was like, I love Oh that, man, that, that is like wall and he got away with it too. He did it. Mm-hmm. The, the actors did it. Well enough to you feel like you're a character in a movie. What do you mean? Yeah, I feel like you're a character in a movie. You're not a real psychiatrist. I was like, oh man, I can't believe he's and he got away. It felt wonderful. The script yeah, it was, was really wonderful. Good. That and, actually and, inspired us to watch Sixteen Candles the yeah. next day. What, oh, what is, is this guy's name? <laughs> Greg Fourth Wall movie. Yeah. Greg Araki. Greg Araki actually wrote the screenplay on a uh, novel um, by Laura Kesiki. Kesiki. I don't. Yeah. Know. I don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm sorry. I apologize, Laura. <laughs> Uh, but um, he, he did it a great job on the script. Obviously, he had the source material was very good. Um, of course, Thomas Jane, Dale Dickery, or Dickey, Dale Dickey. Uh, she's the uh, oh, mom oh, next door, oh, the blind yeah. woman. Yeah, she's awesome. She has been a character I actress love. forever. I mean, we're talking like True Blood. We're, well, she I was mean, in. She was in, in. She was Breaking she was Bad. Been in everything. She was in Breaking Bad. Iron this Man is, Three for crying out loud. All the TV. My shows. name is Earl. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was really good. Yeah. My name is Earl. <laughs> she's Patty, the daytime hooker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny is I watched Breaking Bad. I, I watch TV shows one at a time. I don't watch multiple TV shows. I'll go through a whole TV show. So I watched Breaking Bad. Wow, all that once. must be very difficult. I just. Can't do she it. Was, yeah, she was follow. in Breaking Bad. She's in well, Breaking Bad. She played the meth head whose husband, you know, had the had the ATM in their house. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, How come I haven't watched this show? Oh, you haven't seen it. Okay, I won't spoil it because that's an awesome an part ATM of the show. ATM in your house. Uh, she's a, they're meth heads and they've they've ripped off an ATM and they have it in their house and they're trying to figure out how to break it open and get the money out. But she's she she's genuinely scary. The security expert better I am. I could tell you how to do it. It's, it requires a, US, a USB disc. Well, you're going to find out how they handle it in in the show when you finally watch it, and I think you're going to really appreciate their unique approach to it. Um, but they're um, oh Pilsner. She she was genuinely scary in that. I remember her. her she's a great actress. She's and a wonderful character. The actor. next show I decided to watch after Breaking Bad was My Name Is Earl. And I'm watching this, and it's she's like all of a sudden she's like, "Oh my god, the scary, freaky bitch from Breaking Bad is this hilarious hooker 
Mm-hmm. I was like, it, it was really weird to see this frightening character from this other show as this goofy, mm-hmm. you know, hooker in this new show. And no, she a, did it wonderful. Yeah, and job. when I realized who she was, I didn't realize who she was in the first scene she showed up, but I had like that moment of like, I I that know this actress. Yeah, yeah, and then in the next scene, the second scene she was in, I was like, "Oh God, that's her! Holy crap!" <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna her. pull a, a bit of a break because yeah, I keep getting fine. a call. Okay, so yeah, so I I I love her. I think she's great. I think she ought to be in more things. She's I, a, I, you know what? You call her silly though. I think I think she nails the daytime hooker like that role. <laughs> The role of the daytime hooker is not any more different than like the daytime stripper in that it's like bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Like if somebody really needs this and they're in the middle of the day, if they can't wait till night to get what they're looking for, they're going to take whatever's coming for them. I think you're reading way too much into My Name is Earl. Which, by the way, it was an awesome show. It's like it's a great show. To no, I really I, bad with. I I actually mean to watch that one with my son. You know, I mean, I think on an episode Which, or two ago we talked about playing Skate 3, and then he didn't realize that Jason Lee was... Oh, it was the Mallrats episode where I go, oh, oh there's Coach Frank from Skate he 3. Yeah, he wouldn't recognize him in My Name is Earl. Yeah, so I wanted to watch My Name is Earl yeah. with, with him because he, yeah. he coached Frank, and then we watched Mallrats, and I go, look at him like 15 years earlier before that. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, I go, we we got to roll into My Name is Earl. So I don't that know if guy, it's on Netflix or not, but if it is, brother, we need, yeah, His brother in the e- show. Ethan, uh, Ethan Supley yeah. is in Mallrats as well. And, uh, and yeah, and he's he, also his brother. He talks in, about in this, this dress that he's looking at. It's gold, or is it blue, or is it black and white? <laughs> oh, no, God. it's a fucking sailboat. Shut up! <laughs> God, no, that was um, yeah, that was funny. You were, I was probably one of the best comments I, I've seen on the internet about that. Well, it was very subtle. Um, I was glad that you got it though, and you did. Obviously, it actually it. took me a while. I was like, "What the fuck is Mike talking about? It's a sailboat, whatever." I don't get what you're talking. It's a you're, fucking schooner. You're drunk again, Mike. Move on. And then, and then it hit me. I was like, "Oh, that's actually pretty funny." But um, yeah, have you have you seen that actor? The um, what's his name again? Ethan uh, Supley. Yeah, have you seen him lately? No. Guy who's, has who's Ethan Supley? Almost all the weight he had. He on was him. from Mallrats. And oh yeah, the big the guy, guy, the guy that couldn't see the sailboat. Yeah. yeah, no, not a big guy anymore. Yeah, like the, well, the good guys, for him. Good yeah, for him. no. If you look up pictures of him now, you'd it's it's almost it's startling because you see him and it's, it's like, like he's uh, dropped um, so much weight. Who's that? Jeremy O'Connell or Seth Rogen? Or not Jeremy. Uh, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, from Stand by Me. He was he played Chunk or not Chunk, but yeah. the fat kid. Yeah, he played the fat kid. Yeah, and you look at him later, he's like this handsome, gorgeous guy. And yeah, that's weird. He, yeah. Yeah. And that's why I got into Total a long chance. debate with my daughter earlier today about why gym class is important. She goes, Dad, I got an A- minus in gym. Why are you breaking my balls? Because <laughs> well, why is gym important? I, I go, let me tell you why. Okay. <laughs> let me tell you why you should be making an A in gym class. Yeah. Because you don't like Pilsners? This is good. <sighs> oh, that's a Pilsner. I'm going to go ahead and pass on that. No, it's good. Um, I would like to continue on my diatribe yeah. about this movie. Okay. If you don't mind. Um, now that your phone call is done. You, now we, that my we, fucking phone call is done. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize to podcast listeners out there in podcast Those, land. The, the podcast listeners who have made it this far into the show don't care at this point. Okay. <laughs> they're just <laughs> waiting for it to end. Really? They're just, they're just letting the high mellow at this point. Um, by the way, Cheryl Lee was in this. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sherry Lee yeah. was in this from Twin Peaks fame, yep. uh, which is probably the only thing she's famous for. Uh, but she did a great job, <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, this movie, I... I, I truly related to the daughter, actually. I mean, I, I felt yeah. for the daughter. I, I was right there with her the whole time. You didn't feel, you, you didn't relate to the daughter in a, a fatherly way? You, no, not at all. Okay. I'm just making sure because I know a lot of the times it's the. 
<laughs> You're a very strong father figure. and Am I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do I even have kids? Oh, wait. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's that thing that lives in my house that just right. eats my food. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I, I, I really followed her and her story, and, and it was a wonderful journey. But it was so funny to see the difference between like 1987 and now. Mm-hmm. As far as teenagers, seventeen-year-old, nineteen-year-old teenagers, or eighteen-year-old teenagers, yeah. But uh, it, I don't know. I, I I think everyone did a wonderful job in this movie. It was expertly directed, and and the 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 editing was perfect. I would definitely buy this movie a beer. I don't know if I'd rewatch this movie ever. It's that doesn't have a lot of rewatch value. I might rewatch but, it just to pick up the the few clues, like you know, like the porno magazine the dad was looking at. I'll just note that notice? Escape from Tomorrow is the only stinker I've ever picked. Okay, I think we agreed too. That movie it was a weird sort of. There were some things. No, it was that a actually, shit okay. film. Well, there were directed some and about written it. by a shit filmmaker. <laughs> okay, anyway, but anyway, we'll go, go on. Um, there were clues that I thought about afterward. Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. if you look at the porno magazine. I remember the thing that jumped out at me when they showed they showed the cover real quick that the dad was was jerking off to in the basement. Mm-hmm. It was like the the guy was very prominent. In oh, the it's Hustler. Magazine. Hustler was yeah. one of the only pornos that showed dick. Most pornos would always have the woman. Yeah, but I always enjoyed Hustler because Hustler yeah. would show cock as well as cunt. And then you had the fact too. It also occurred to me that like the boyfriend, they had that little uh, subplot about why don't you come over and have sex with me? No, I'm really busy tonight. I can't. Yeah, yeah no, that was like, uh, all the uh, little uh, clues. Telltale sign, like wink, 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 wink. It's up here, and and that yeah. was a big sign that he just didn't want to have sex with her. Yeah. But then it shows him getting kind of cozy with the mom, but he's really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. That's what made it kind of funny was that he was uncomfortable around the mom, but it never really showed him with the dad. I love movies that pull so. those kind of surprise endings and don't cheat. That's why I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of uh, what's the guy who's well known for his twist endings and uh, oh, M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. He cheats. He he pulls shit that the characters wouldn't actually do to fool you into thinking one thing, and then he pulls the rug out from under you at the end. Like uh, my biggest <clears throat> gripe is the uh, the sixth sense. Yeah. And I will always point out this scene, because when I was watching that movie, I had read short stories with that premise. I was a big horror fan as a kid, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking, wait a minute, they showed him getting shot at the beginning. Oh, I wonder if he's actually dead. Uh, no, they wouldn't do that for a whole movie, would they? And I'm watching it, and I'm, and I'm trying to pick up clues. And at one point, there's a scene where Bruce Willis is sitting in a room with his mom at the house, and the kid shows up, come home from school. Mm-hmm. And the scene is like, oh, the, they were talking. They were chatting about something. And I was like, okay, he's not dead. He, they were sitting there talking. Yes, but, but uh, it, in his defense, in his only good film, yeah. Um, he, in his defense, the conversation that was going on between the mom and the dead guy—that's not his only good film. Fuck you. <laughs> which which other is a good film? Well, let me hold on before you go on. Let me explain what my gripe with that scene was, which is. The scene opens and you see Bruce Willis and the mom sitting there in chairs as if they've been talking. Exactly. If he had actually been talking, he would have been wondering, well, how come she's not responding to me? Why is she acting like I'm not here? He cheats by showing you that part and it's like, oh, they're talking about the kid. And then the kid shows up from school. And yeah, like, but that's something talking. you extrapolate from the scene. He could have just showed up as soon as the kid walked in the room. That's true. But I... Oh, God. I, I that that Leave that Signs scene out. Signs is a terrible fucking Fuck movie. Oh, my God. It's one of the worst films he ever made. Signs is an amazing movie. Don't say it. I haven't seen it, so don't spoil it. <laughs> Signs is an amazing film. Let me just ask you a question. If you're an entire race of beings yeah. that is allergic to water, would you come 
thousands of light years to a place that's 70% water and not wear protection. I wanted to, yes, because we want to expose our race to it and, and overcome it. We don't want to be afraid of it anymore. <laughs> and with that thought, we're at two hours, so maybe it's time yeah, to say goodbye to our Yeah, we should probably wrap listener. this up. I would give this movie a beer. It was a wonderful movie. It's really well acted. It's well directed. Just go out and see it. Uh, White Bird in a Blizzard from 2014. We've given it three beers. Shit bird in a sandstorm. Yeah. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> I'm calling it M&M's in a Blizzard because that's my favorite Blizzard. I like that kind of blizzard. <laughs> That's my vice blizzard. If you go over to Dairy Queen and get a blizzard. They should make a movie about the M&M blizzard. I <laughs> they watched should. That. They I should. Watched they made that. a Lego movie. Why couldn't I don't they make get this movie where the people are all sleeping with each other and getting all depressed and killing each other and sticking each other in freezers. I don't get that. She really wanted his cock. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I was a little shocked at the 18-year-old boobies, but... I know why he liked the movie. I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, this is why Mike loves this movie. <laughs> Because there's young tits in this movie. So do you guys want to do uh, Submarine as the next movie since I've already seen it? Yeah, and that'll yeah absolutely. Drastically reduce the... Uh, no oh, I'm sorry. I gave it a beer already. <laughs> well, I'll hold my opinion off. So hey, I'll, what's, uh, I have not watched it do? yet. I will watch Submarine. It's on my uh, catch yeah. list of Netflix. It's a good movie. It's on Netflix. We're legally watching these movies at this yeah. point. Cool. I like that. That's a <laughs> I like that too. Not that it's a fucking perk. That. Not that we've ever done we've that. We've never. I don't feel it. dirty enough. I don't feel dirty enough. <laughs> it, 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 no matter what film I pirate, I still have to jerk off to it just so I can feel <laughs> as dirty as I am. Nice. So, final thoughts. It's okay. I have to stick something up my ass when I'm doing it. <laughs> nice. But not your finger. Never my finger. That's mm. grody. I just throw whatever I just stuck up there in the garbage or out the that, window. That would out ex- the window. That would ex- get expensive for me because I expect quality. It's going yeah, to my ass. Yeah. It's going to be I just use the closest thing like a, a Sharpie or or whatever the fuck is close. I don't give a shit. I, it's some I, pen, I, a I, Sharpie, maybe maybe the old mouse yeah. uh, that I used to use that doesn't work anymore. Candlesticks. Candlesticks were great. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's not bad. Well, a candlestick, you just re, you melt the exterior wax off and they can reuse oh, it. Oh, no, no, I'm talking. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that, stank, that would stink eventually. <laughs> you get down to that part where that was in your ass and just be like, oh. did somebody fart? Wow, is this a sign that the podcast that, is over? That might what? have been Beer Plus 3. <laughs> I think that I was, think it was Beer Plus 3. It definitely in a past was. tense kind of comment. So, uh, yeah, good night, Ned. Good night. Good night, Ned. So, Cougar Camp sounds like fun. I wonder what it's like at Cougar Camp. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. How about I buy you a drink? Gee, sounds like a nice place. I think I'll sign up. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Michael Zamora, and Rick Anderson. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, soundcloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night. the house to grab a banana that she took one bite out of <laughs> yeah, it costs oh, more in gas to do that than <laughs> who who is this your daughter my or? daughter yeah oh okay my wife looks at me
You don't know that she won't eat brown bananas? I was like, no. She eats anything, doesn't she? I've never had a problem with her, though. She will not eat a brown banana. Wow. Hmm. I know my uncle. Grossest mm-hmm. thing I've ever seen. He won't eat a banana unless it's all black. <laughs> he said, well, that, that means they're ripe. I'm like, <laughs> you're insane. What? What? Brown bananas? I don't know about what their kids will eat and how they'll eat it. You guys don't like internalize that. We do. That's the mom I just thing. don't care. No, I yeah, I know. Internalize I internalize that. it. I don't give a crap. <laughs> but I, you, you eat what we put in front of you. Otherwise, you will go hungry. <laughs> I only care. Rubber biscuit. No? I only care. You know Blues Brothers fans here. <laughs> I only care insofar as I don't have to deal with any hassle. That's why sometimes I'll say, "Let's just make him a freaking hamburger." And we'll have, like, whatever we're having that night. You starve them. My mother-in-law would make two dinners every night. Well, I know another guy who would make two dinners every night. Yeah. No. Just to make everybody happy? Fuck that noise. No, there's no happiness. Happiness is not a right. It's a choice. (laughs) (laughs) I work all day long. Welcome to Jeff's uh, self-awareness, self-improvement podcast. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) Kiss my ass. Why aren't I happy? Because you're an idiot. That's why. Into the Patrick Swayze character from uh, Donnie Darko. Start touring schools. Mm -hmm. Happiness. This is how you do it. It's a choice. It is. No, there was a great line in a movie um, that took place during uh, an uprising, like in Malaysia somewhere, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was uh, scent of green papaya. Mm -mm. No, it's not. That was a good movie, though. Um, I think Patricia Arquette was in it. Yeah. Was that the name? Uh, no, but um, she's talking to uh, some of the people there, and they're like, yeah, "You think you have a right to be happy? You think you, you think everything's supposed to be roses for you all the time? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. You, you, you. <laughs> your life is long, and you're not going to be happy for some of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Desperately seeking Susan has been our punchline for the last couple of days for some reason. Every oh, because of her stupid ass comments and. <laughs> At the Oscars? Oh my god, that was hilarious. Desperately seeking... Oh. I don't know. Whatever. It's and Deanne, Deanne introduced me to a new piece of slang that I had never heard that I looked up on the internet and it was actually true, which is... I've never heard Chucky. Do you guys know what Chucky means? It's a series of movies. Yeah, that's my joke, too, after Deanne told me what it means. Well, why is that the joke? I mean, that's what it is. No, it's a, it's a slang term. You can look it up in Urban Dictionary. It's a slang term for a lady's parts. For what? her... Uh, Lower. Vagina, yeah, and uh, it's funny. Is that a new one? Because I've never heard that. It's on the. It's all. It's on the internet. I. I was. I thought Deanne was making it. And up. everything on the internet's true. So I. I go and and then I start start joining. Okay, I want to go watch this movie called uh, Return of Chucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bride, Bride of Chucky. Of Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> I got there before you. Hey, that was a great movie. Bride yeah. of Chucky is probably hands down the best of all the Chucky. Movies. But then I I changed it to Desperately Seeking Chucky. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's a touching tale of of loss and 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 emotional depth. And Chucky's. Do you guys want any more pizza? Or are you good? Or I think I'm okay for now. I'm certain I will want some after. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I'm just gonna set this right here because I'll okay. probably have some more because I'm a gluttonous shit bag. <laughs> We're doing this this summer, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. We should, we should just pick a route, 
and get as many stamps as possible. What time of year is it? We'll start at Rick's house. It's any time of year, but uh, yeah. this is shitty weather right now, so and it's cold. Oh. So I was thinking, well, oh, it's, it's nice self- and warm. We can start like around noon, find a route, and just go to each one and try different beers and do yeah. like our podcast, like 10 or 15 minutes or podcast in each one. That'd be cool. That'd be really and then cool. at the end, do like an extended of that wherever we end up, whether it's the local or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's very so. cool. That's a great idea. Actually, maybe we could just walk out to Ferndale and fuck that end up. <laughs> as much as I love Maggie and her pub. Walk out to Maggie's. Is it warm in here? Do you guys want me to open the back door for a little bit? Um, yeah, I thought it was me, but if you're going to suggest that it might be warm, I'm I am schwitting just a little. Schwitting. Oh, you're not going outside, so forget it. And I thought, right. I thought I was reclaimed, but I'm just sweating. <laughs> I'm just very hot. Sweaty and hot. So what's your intro going to be? Uh, what style? Um, uh, you know what? Water. I couldn't figure out quite the voice for it. I mean, I have it done. And basically, I'm just going to introduce you both and then do a little schmidge on myself. Okay. But I was, I'm trying to find my inner uh, 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 Rod Ser- Sterling or Sterling or whatever his name was. Yeah. But I can't really find it. Yeah. Because um, we're almost talked. I'm gonna like I'm gonna take all that san- all the, all the uh, standard music that I get in GarageBand, like all the background mm-hmm. music stuff, and might be it might inspire you to think of some ideas. I'm mm-hmm. gonna put little snippets of each one of them into a sound file, so you can like listen yeah. through all of them. And, Absolutely, uh, there's a lot of funny stuff. I mean, not funny stuff, but it would be funny. I would make it situation. hilarious. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, and then my other choice was like the NPR host. Huh. Oh God, that would be awesome. How are you doing today? <laughs> Welcome to Beer Plus Three. I have very special guests today. <laughs> Your butt plug just this down. day, we are joined by a runner. He runs <laughs> and runs, sometimes in a circle, other times in an oval. But one thing is for sure, he runs. And he the ever-moving, the always-grooving, often-masturbating Michael Zamora. <laughs> you got to get something in there about reading. <laughs> so. About- how Russian poetry inspires him to keep running. <laughs> it's already written. Fuck you. The yeah. script is done. <laughs> if you want me to send you the script, just let me know. I will send you the script. Uh, it takes me 5, 10, 15 minutes to write these sometimes. It's grueling. And about three hours of thinking about it, going, what should I do? Because this one changed like four times. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, it just doesn't... Funny how this has become like a standard part. Of, I mean, and it was just like a little thing you th- you threw out on the first podcast with mm-hmm. the. I don't remember what they were. You said I, I was the biggest swinging dick that you knew. And, mm, yeah, because I wanted summer. to do introductions. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny. So um, here, let me. I'm going to do this this whole thing. Make sure we can all be heard. Hello. See, there's the big kittens. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh, oh no, that's, that's cool. the same, same size. size. It's the same size. I was thinking it was bigger. I was thinking it went this way, but. Hmm. I think that is very cool that he takes the time before his show to walk out and shake hands and meet with everybody. everybody. Yeah, that's you. awesome. I, you know, when I when I saw him come out from behind the stage, I was like, "Oh God, that's him! Why isn't everybody reacting?" Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, because they know he's just going to walk around." Well, it and say sucked because last last time he was here, um, yeah. uh, what's the guy? Ryan Styles was there. His yeah. wife, his uh, Greg Proops's wife was there. They were in a table across oh, the room. Oh, there. that's cool. Yeah, you know and. So cool. you kind of get to see. And well, he kept alluding to the fact that he was there. Maybe he wasn't wasn't in the crowd, or uh, he probably wasn't in the crowd. He might have just been might. in the green room, yeah, okay, watching yeah. on a monitor, or, yeah, or yeah. listening. Yeah, but yeah, that was a, that was a cool experience. Very cool experience. And I just kept thinking, you know, it's going to drag when we get to the part where he gets preachy. 
or whatever he calls it. But he, he interweaves ranty. preachiness. It's, Sometimes he gets on okay. a tangent and goes off the deep end. But it's all, you know, it's it's stuff that makes sense. It is, you know. Yeah. It's not like he's not repeating something that shouldn't be repeated. Right. But uh, his boring preaching part. I love I love how he always does the, uh, like an hour, half hour into his, his thing. Okay, let's get started. Yeah. <laughs> That's always one of my favorite bits that he does. I got to the boring preaching part a little early, so let's start it. Let's just start this podcast. <laughs> What was this one? This one was the uh, devil went down to Oh, the devil Oregon. went down to Oregon. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad one. The that's the red rye or is it just rye? Uh, re, uh it's a it is a dark rye. Dark rye, it, but it feels red. It feels it, it it almost feels like a red ale. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm feeling it. Is there a way that already, you could when you when you do a review on there? Could you like just put the link for the podcast and then just review for or, or just put a link like if you do a review on Untapped, right? Yeah. Your review, and oh. then at the bottom of it, put a link to the podcast. Can you do that? Well, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, you, you, I don't see why you couldn't, because there's the, the notes section. You just put a URL in well, there. Well, yeah, I could actually have a standard message of this. We've reviewed this this week on the podcast. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I've, where's my... I've been thinking about doing it, but I just never opened that app. And then I, well, I've, I've been reviewing it, huh. uh, kind of in real time every time we do an episode. Because, been... you know, I wonder if people like look for like a beer review. Like, like I was looking for... Maybe Reviews we can, of these right here. On his outro with the computer voice, maybe he can add. Yeah. Hey, also find us on Untapped where we... Yeah, yeah. I'll there do you go. Yeah. Mtaz getting pre-pod centered with Greg Proop's kitten. Oh, McCabe's it doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't allow me to add a comment to my check-in. I'll have to remember that. I'll write Official them down packs. and do it later because mm-hmm. that way I can do it right. Um, All right. You guys wow. ready to took him 45 minutes to get 10,000 people into the uh, PAX East... Uh, center. That's, that's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it was really cold out, wasn't it? Was yeah, that, it was, was well, it's, it's in Boston, so yeah, yeah. they're freezing as cold. Yeah, well, they put out a big notice last week going, please don't come up in line early because it's like 20 degrees outside. Just, everybody just kind of plan on being like coming in during that first hour or two. Don't but, stand outside like you do in Seattle because that would be dumb when it's Well, that's the funny out. thing in Seattle. You, we don't have to stand outside. We, get, we go inside the event center into that big, huge... Uh, I was outside last year. Last year, yeah, we were yeah. outside last year. Yeah. Well, we because we show, didn't show up in the right spot. Um, I know the first day when I was there with Cassandra, we were outside. Yeah, because I, I saw that picture, but yeah. that's that's where people are standing. Right. I don't know. Who needs another beer? Um, I, I just poured myself one and neglected you guys completely. Rick's taking short glasses yes, today. Please. I'll be respectful of that. Yep. All right. Well, you better not, because this scotch would Thank kick you. my ass. And what I've is already, this? I've already spent half my weekend being up all night drinking with my wife, which we both realized this morning is we, we can't do this anymore. Getting too old? I keep thinking that. Like, every yeah. time I wake up and I'm like, Ugh, why? No, and it wasn't even the beer, because I only had a growler and a half, and it took me, you know, what, all seven, there. eight hours to drink the whole thing, which is basically nine beers in seven hours. Yeah. Not a big deal for this fat fuck, so... <laughs> But uh, it, it was it, it's just the lack of sleep. I mean, Friday, I was up for about 26 hours. Hmm. And then I got about three or four hours sleep, about three hours sleep, when my daughter comes, Papa, whack, 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 on my head. <laughs> Papa, wake up. She, she starts with hitting, and then she goes to kissing, and then like, oh, because she, she's seven and she's adorable. But <laughs> So you wake up to, oh, uh, and then she's adorable. So I, I was like, oh, you're right. Fuck, I have responsibility. So I get up. And uh, we watch ponies or whatever the fuck. She's really into ponies right now. Um, but it, it happened this morning, too. We're up till like, 5 a.m. Uh, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I, have, I had a sleep hangover. Basically, I woke up 
about three o'clock. Yeah. I went to bed. My wife slept in till about noon. I went in and was like, your turn. Take care of these assholes, these tiny fucking assholes that are just trashing your house. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to just sleep. So I slept for like two, two and a half hours, something like that. And I basically woke up before dinner, ate dinner, came here. So, and I have to do some shopping after this. So, yikes. Well, shall we get started? I don't know, shall we? Mecca, Lecca, Ha, Mecca, Honey, Ho. Ooh, look at you. Ooh, you blues blues on. On. All right, I'm going to have to do a blues one here yeah, and, no and get blues names for both of you. <laughs> Mississippi Gary. That was one of my favorite. The Mississippi Gary, the old blind white blues man. From yeah. yeah. Kids in the Hall. Yeah. I'm Mississippi Gary. <laughs> really? He doesn't know that he's white, does he? <clears throat> I mean, I'm not black. Not today. <clears throat> Relax now. Feel good. Okay, I'm ready to yeah. rock. Yeah, you're loosened up. Yeah, you know, I was just up? you know this, coming over here thinking about Mike again. I was like, oh man, you know, I don't know if I'd ever. Made I know. It I got to see a picture of this guy because I'm sure I know exactly who he is. You I know, just... he really pushed me and got me going with the IT. You know, yeah. he was right there at the very beginning. So I was like, oh, I feel know. horrible about it. Hmm. Well, you didn't kill him. No, I didn't. <laughs> Maybe I should have. Oh, okay. uh, no, you shouldn't feel bad. It's a tragedy, and you should feel sad. But I don't know about bad. Okay, bad is never a good thing to feel. How did he die? I have my guesses. I always have my guesses. Oh, you don't know how he died? No, I don't. Nobody ever tells you, right? And you shouldn't ask because you know the, the end result. Why wouldn't you ask? Well, how did he die? What do you mean? No, no, not necessarily. Somebody so far removed from your life. Does he? Was he still a Comcast employee, or had he moved on to something? No, else? he was still at Comcast. I'm sure. Uh-huh. I think unless he was off. Yeah, but I'm certain he was there. All right. Oh, Kelly. Oh, yeah, no, my, uh, my my best friend in high school died. And I, you know, nobody ever got around to tell me how it happened. I just take my guesses and I go with it because you know the end result is still the same. True enough. True enough. Life has a 100% morality, mortality rate. Yeah, morality, right. rate. morality rate. <laughs> Living, what? Mortality, damn it. Living 100% leads to death. Yes, 100% of the time, we, okay. everything dies. That's true. I'm ready to go. Yes, so am I. Happy, happy, John. I'm getting get the camera happy, fired John, up, though, for when we get to Yeah, my, get that my, camera my fired up. You're going to see. You're going to have to take a picture of the extremity. The extremity? Oh yeah, you gotta take What's a picture. That? Is it like a uh, uh, like your un your vestigial twin or something like that? Devil oh, oh, went down to Oregon. <laughs> my soon to be gone vestigial twin. There you go. What am I missing? Oh, what, is this gonna his come extremity that he wants. His <laughs> oh, wife that's wants right. Him oh, to okay. remove. <laughs> that's a mystery. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a tiny It'll be little arm kind of hanging off, like right back here. <laughs> it's a little mite. And whenever, whenever she straps on and rides him, it just like kind of rubs up against her side a little bit. And she, yeah, she's not into that. Nah. <laughs> she's saving this for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Let's get going. Yeah, all right. Hold on. Let me get, let me get, do it again. Mecca like a high, mecca honey ho. Mecca like a high, mecca honey ho. Mecca like a high, mecca honey ho. Mecca like a high, mecca honey ho ho ho. And here we go.